Super Talk Mississippi media production. You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi On Demand, presented by Pearl River Resort. Escape to Choctaw, Mississippi and enjoy world-class gaming, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and Geyser Falls Water Park. Escape to Pearl River Resort. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. On your radio and in the game. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Do you remember? Do you remember back in late July? I think it was late July. How obscenely excited we were about the release of the SEC football schedule. I mean, we were just waiting for something, and then we got that schedule release. I don't know if there's the same level of excitement today, but we got the exact same thing today. We've got the football schedule for the 2021 season, and there's no eight-game conference, ten-game conference only. That's not happening. We are back to normal. We got 12 games for all 14 teams in the SEC, and we are going to dive into that momentarily with you. This is Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Richard Cross, Brian Haydad, Michael Borky with you. Middle of the week, Wednesday afternoon. Thanks for being with us. Ceasefire text line is open, 601-879-4395. 601-879-4395. Bull. There's a lot of it in wireless, but C Spire thinks you deserve a plan that's actually what it says. So here's the real deal. The best plan for one or two lines, $45 each with auto pay and paperless billing. No bull, cspire.com. I think we've got a fun afternoon coming up for you. Um, Rick Cleveland will join us. The governor will be on board. Really cool story that he wrote today at Mississippi Today about Bruce Arians going back to his time at Mississippi State. We'll dive into that with Rick Cleveland coming up later in the 4 o'clock hour. And, guys, I think we're going to learn something today. Maybe not we, because you guys may know way more about this than I do. Did you know that Mississippi, the state of Mississippi, is the only state out of the 50 in the United States that does not have sanctioned high school wrestling as a uh, as a sport? It's not, uh, it's not part of the MHSAA. We are going to find out about an effort to potentially bring wrestling to high schools in Mississippi. And i got to be honest. I, I mean, I've got so many questions, including like the most basic questions. You know how the scoring in tennis is really weird? I have no idea what the scoring system is in wrestling. And we're not talking, hey, Dad's kind of wrestling. We're talking, you know, the mat with a ring on it, the padded mat, where you got two dudes and one starts out kind of hugging the other from behind and they start and they go at it and they're in the singlet and that that's the type of wrestling we're talking about, hey Dad. Yes, I am familiar with amateur wrestling. Many professional wrestlers were amateur wrestlers. Oh really? Yeah. See, I'm learning things already. It's not terribly yeah, Kurt, surprising. Kurt Angle Kurt Angle won a gold medal with a broken freaking neck and then became a WWE superstar. Man's man. Yeah. Man's man. I could have seen uh, you being a high school wrestler, hey, Dad. If wrestling had been available in high school, I probably would have gone out for it. Yeah? Yeah. 
I mean, because I like of your wrestling. infatuation with like costume wrestling. I uh, being a fan of pro wrestling probably would have gotten me into amateur wrestling. Had it been <laughs> you didn't like me calling it, but Borky, he didn't like me calling it costume wrestling. Uh, I know what it is. That's mm. kind of what it is indeed. So uh, we'll see. Uh, so looking forward to that. Guys that know a whole lot more about it. And uh, we will uh, get back, uh, get into that story in the 4 o'clock hour with you uh, this afternoon. So the, uh, again, ceasefire text line is open, 601-879-4395, 601-879-4395. Donald in Oxford says, I couldn't help but laugh out loud hearing Richard describe wrestling. Look, I mean, if you don't know about something, just own it. That's why the questions that I ask might be dumb, but I don't think they'll be dumb to everybody because I think there are lots of people that fall into the same category as me, just don't know a whole lot about amateur wrestling. So we will uh, get into that. Uh, Jason, here's a tease going into our schedule reveal, if you haven't seen it yet. He says, I'm looking at Ole Miss having two losses at most next year. What a great schedule for a quickly improving team. Only issue with theirs is an extremely early bye week. Yep. That is the big... I mean, you play in the SEC West. Everybody's going to have a stretch of games where you're like, holy crap, what did what did you do to Birmingham to get them mad at you to schedule like that? That's just what happens. Early bye week, though. Nine consecutive games Ole Miss is going to have to play. That's not good. All right, so so let's just dive in. Let, let, let's walk through Ole Miss's schedule, then walk through Mississippi State's schedule, and that will probably get us through this first segment, and then we'll look at the SEC kind of week by week, what stands out, what's interesting to you, what non-conference matchups are fun, what non-conference matchups are complete throwaways, what do we think in terms of television, assuming that CBS is still the 230 game, what are the locked CBS games as we go through it. All of those things we'll get into. Here's Ole Miss's schedule. They will open on Monday night, Labor Day, in Atlanta against Louisville. That's not news. We knew that. We knew that it was going to be the Labor Day night game. It will be the second Chick-fil-A kickoff game of that weekend. There's one that's happening on Saturday. And uh, then you will get uh, Ole Miss on Monday night against Louisville. Is that a fun matchup right out of the gate? You like that? Yeah. Two years ago, yeah. Louisville's seen some regression. I mean, you know, Power 5 opponents getting together is always fun and interesting, especially in the opening week. Louisville has taken a big step back. You've had some players enter the portal. Satterfield's lost some staff members. He's lost a lot of the fan base because he flirted with everybody. And this coaching carousel seemingly wanted to get out. Um, So, yeah, there's a little uh, disgruntledness around Louisville people right now. But when you get to... Power five teams together to open the season. You're always excited and looking forward to it. I get that it doesn't have the same sizzle as playing Florida State on Labor Day night. Hopefully it doesn't have the same result as playing Florida State on Labor Day night from uh, a few years ago uh, as well. But Louisville's a team I do that, think... like to... Go ahead. Well, they're a team that likes to run the football, so that'll be a good test for what you hope is an improved Ole Miss defense. Yeah. I agree with that. I do think that this will be an attractive trip for Ole Miss fans. Yeah, who knows what stadium capacities and ticket packages are going to look like going into the year, but you've got to believe that they're going to be bigger uh, than they were this past season. And after so many people 
just chose not to travel, chose not to attend games, uh, either because it was inconvenient, uh, because they were uncomfortable, because there were health issues, you know, what, whatever the reason were, you're going to have a millions and tens of millions more people that have been vaccinated by the time we get to September 6th. I would think, with some excitement going into the year, that that would be an attractive road trip for Ole Miss fans. After that, Austin P and Tulane in back-to-back home games. Obviously, you got to play, you got to show up, you got to do what you're supposed to do. Those are two games that you should win. And then an open date before traveling to Tuscaloosa on October 2nd. That's the uh, the first true road game of the season, October 9th. And, and by the way, Borky mentioned the home the the open date. So you play September sixth, eleventh, eighteenth. Have an open date, and then it is nine straight weeks with no breaks the rest of the way. It's one of those years where the calendar falls, where you only have one open date, not two during the season. And it's the earliest one in the SEC by two weeks. Mississippi State okay. is the next earliest, uh, two weeks later. And then there's another week that goes by before anybody else has an off week. So Ole Miss and Mississippi State both uh, with the early bye weeks in the SEC. So road trip to Bama, home for Arkansas on October 9th. Knoxville on October 16th, where they will face Tennessee and new head football coach Josh Heupel. We will get into that later this afternoon as that became official today. October 23rd, LSU in Oxford, and then on the final Saturday so close, of October. So close. Yeah. Not, not, even, not even the closest opportunity. The next week would get you within a day of when it should be played. Yeah. LSU October 23rd at Auburn on October 30th, and then three straight home games to start the month of November. Liberty, it's got some storylines. Texas A&M on November 13th. Vanderbilt on November 20th, and as it sits right now, the game against Mississippi State in Starkville is scheduled for Saturday, November 27th, not Thanksgiving night. And I don't know if there's any plan or possibility of moving that, but that's what you got for right now. Just going to let you know, if I don't do road games this year, Richard, I'm going to need a ticket to that Liberty game. So just go ahead and uh, get that squared away for me, if you would, please. All right. We'll uh, we'll see what we can uh, come up with on there. Here's Mississippi State schedule. They open at home with Louisiana Tech on September 4th. And then the following week, another home game against an ACC opponent, that is NC State. Week three, easy road trip, very accessible for Mississippi State fans, headed to the Liberty Bowl to take on Memphis on September 18th. And then back home for LSU on September 25th. So three of the first four for Mississippi State are at home. They will go to Texas A&M on October 2nd. So five straight games to start the year, and then the open date that Borky mentioned a second ago. We'll get to the back half of Mississippi State's schedule on the other side of this timeout. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad, and you, Sports Talk Mississippi, on this Wednesday afternoon, the 27th of January. We'll be right back. From the Venable.
Normal Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you glass needs. They're in Ridgeland and Brandon. Call them at 601-605-4443. Venable Glass, locally owned and operated with free mobile service in the Tri-County area. Look for delays, 55 southbound uh, for basically fortification down to the stack. Looks like an accident uh, just before the exit there to 20 westbound. Otherwise, things looking fairly decent. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call 601-353-5217. Hi, I'm Shelby with Two Men in a Truck. Did you know that we aren't your regular moving company? We are equipped to move you across the country or even as easy as across town. Call us today for a free quote at 601-853-9644 or at twomenandatruck.com. Imagine waking up, finding out you had a stroke while you slept. That's what happened to me. My wife called 911 and helped me get to St. Dominic's for tests. I went straight into surgery and they removed an inch-long clot from my brain. That's what saved my life. I could barely speak that day, but I've made a full recovery. Now I just want to praise the Lord and say thank you, St. Dominic's. St. Dominic's. Skilled hands. Compassionate hearts. Lee Temple. Customer. Clark's Construction. We had a complete bathroom renovation all the way from the tile floor to countertops and everything that goes with uh, with a bathroom. We checked with other folks to see how they had worked with Jerry, and we always got some uh, some good reviews. Never did get one that was uh, that was not good, and you know the trust issue was was not an issue with Jerry. So I'd say he's a five star for a construction company you can trust. Call Clark's Construction at 601-214-9463. Tune in this Saturday morning from eight till ten for weekend gardening, where Garden Mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. Hi, Eddie Schultz here with MGT Films. With some great news for businesses and homeowners here in the metro trying to balance utility bills and save money. 3M Window Films give your single and double pane windows low E glass light savings. 3M Window Films stop heat in the summer and maintain warmth in the cold winter. If you own a building or a home, you don't have to choose between comfort and savings anymore. For free estimates, contact MGT Films at 601-707-5596 or online at mgtfilms.com. Is the cost of finishing the basement worth the benefit of some peace and quiet? When questions find you, Merrill Edge Self-Directed Investing can help you find answers with personalized planning tools and insights to help you get where you want to go, even if it's just downstairs. Merrill, a Bank of America company. Visit MerrillEdge.com slash within reach to get started today. Investing involves risk. Merrill Lynch, Pierce, Fenner & Smith, Incorporated. Registered broker-dealer, member SIPC. Investment products are not FDIC-insured or not bank-guaranteed and may lose value. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM. Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Will you ever get so excited that you just can't wait? Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi team. I've been waiting my whole life for this. Don't touch that dial! Here on Super Talk Mississippi. So last year, the SEC got 69 of the 71 scheduled games in as part of a revamped 10-game conference-only schedule. They are back at it normally for 2021 as a league. 13 playing weekends, that means only one open date. 
Each SEC team plays eight conference games, six against your division opponents, one permanent non-division opponent, and one rotating non-division opponent. We get started the weekend of September 4th. SEC championship game in Atlanta is on December 4th. It is the 30th edition of the SEC championship game and the 28th to have been played in the city of Atlanta. Uh, hey, Dad, I know, I say I know, I'm assuming you vividly remember years one and two in Birmingham? You know, I, I forgot that year two was in Birmingham. I remember the first one very well, the Florida-Alabama game where Alabama yep. went on to win the national title. I assume year two was also Florida Alabama. It was. I don't. Rem- I don't remember much about that game. I'm gonna. I will also assume that Florida won that year. Yes, that is correct. Okay. Um, who would have been the quarterback at Florida in '93? It was still Shane Matthews, wasn't it? No, I think it may have been like Terry Dean at that point. Hmm. I could be so wrong. that was kind of the beginning of the Terry Dean, Danny Werfel era. Yeah. I guess. Uh, okay. I, yeah, I believe that. Anyway. All right. So we gave you the first five on Mississippi State's schedule. They're playing Louisiana Tech in week one, 10 and three all time against Tech. Mississippi State and NC State are meeting for the seventh time ever. And it's the Wolfpack's first trip to Starkville since 1931. Memphis is the Week 3 opponent, first time the two teams have met since 2011. On September 25th, it is LSU. That LSU game is in Starkville, and uh, it's the 115th meeting all-time. Then uh, Texas A&M on the road. Mississippi State has won, what, three of the last five against Texas A&M, and uh, each of the Bulldogs' last two wins in 2017 and 2018 were double-digit wins. By the way, Mike Leach, 7-4 and all-time against Texas A&M. He was, uh, I guess, faced the Aggies 10 times while he was the uh, the head coach at Texas Tech. Then an open date for Mississippi State before hosting Alabama. And I'm trying to think, kind of looking at this, it feels like it's a little bit front-loaded with home games, but I guess it's reasonably balanced. So Tech and NC State at home at Memphis, LSU at home at A&M open date. Home game against Alabama on October 16th before making the trip to Nashville on October 23rd. Vanderbilt rotates on to Mississippi State, uh, Mississippi State schedule. The permanent Eastern Division opponent is Kentucky. That happens in Starkville on October 30th before back-to-back road games. At Arkansas on November 6th. Good luck with the weather for that game. <laughs> and at Auburn on November 13th, and then back-to-back home games to close it out. First ever meeting against Tennessee State, that's on November 20th, and then the Egg Bowl, of course, on November 27th. So those are the way the schedule is laid out. Hey, Dad, what jumps out at you about Mississippi State's schedule? Well, the first thing is the NC State game. Uh, there was some talk about... You know, that possibly getting canceled because NC State really wants to get the, uh, game they lost this season back. And State doesn't have a, uh, a situation where they can't, they would, they don't have a schedule set up to play less than two power fives if they were to give NC State another game. So I don't know how that's going to work out. I would expect the return trip will happen at some point, but I feel like you're going to know what MSU is after the first month of the season. Three non-conference games against 
you know, as group of five teams go, Louisiana Tech and Memphis are usually pretty competitive. NC State's a good ACC team. And then you'll have LSU coming to Starkville. I mean, if State's 3-1 and one after that, you're going to feel pretty good about them. If they're 2-2 two and two or worse, you're not going to feel good at all. So you'll know a lot about MSU early. That's a tough you know, slate with A&M and Alabama back-to-back. And the, but the, the back half of the schedule is manageable. Vanderbilt and Kentucky, winnable football games. Arkansas is a winnable football game. Tennessee State, you're going to win. And then you have the Egg Bowl. So chance to, to start strong and finish strong in the middle of the season is, is a little bit of a stretch, though. Yeah. You said you think you're disappointed if you're 2-2 two and two after four games? Oh, I would think if you're 2-2, two and two, you're probably going to lose to Alabama, to Texas A&M, maybe to Auburn. So that there's there's five. You got to win the rest to go seven and five. I mean, that's 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 tough. Doesn't leave you a lot of wiggle room. Yeah, disappointed might not be the right word, but I wouldn't be you know jumping up and down and doing cartwheels either. Porky, what jumps out to you about Ole Miss's schedule? Uh, that early bye week. Uh, that's um, that's really significant. Uh, just one because uh, for two reasons. It's good and bad. It's bad because you have to play nine consecutive games. That's never fun, but it's good because. I mean, if you're going to beat Alabama in Tuscaloosa, which is a team that you should have, not should have, but were competitive with last year, with yeah. one of the worst defenses in the history of the sport, um, that's a perfect opportunity for you to do that, is early in the season, they're still going to try to be figuring out the quarterback position, they have to replace a lot of guys, and I know that's not difficult at Alabama, they have five-star after five-star waiting, but it's... If you're going to catch them, you'd rather it, rather it early, like Mississippi State and LSU this year, as opposed to late, coming off the bye week. And that game, I mean, if Ole Miss beats Louisville, that's college game day that day. A Lane Kiffin-coached Ole Miss team who will be, if they beat Louisville, undefeated, somewhere in the teens in ranking. They're going to start in the top 25. On the road in Tuscaloosa, who will be a top 5 team, there's college game day right there. So uh, an early opportunity or uh, a chance to have everybody knock you back down to earth. But that game should be circled three or four times on your schedule. That is a fascinating, fascinating game considering the spot on the schedule, the bye week before, and then all the storylines. You know, Nick Saban doesn't lose to former assistants, Lane Kiffin returning to Tuscaloosa for the first time, two ranked teams, all that good stuff. Yeah. Jason pointed this out. Is there an argument to be made that that bye week, that open date, is more valuable leading into a game against Alabama than it could be at any other point on the schedule, even though it is after only three games? If you got to choose what game would you prefer an off week, that's the game you choose. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, I guess you can look at it later in the schedule. Like, between LSU and Auburn, maybe would also be a really good spot. You would think that you have a chance to win both of those games. But yeah, I, I think that would be the game you would choose. You would feel like you have at least a chance to go on the road and do something crazy. And that extra week when... It's not like Alabama's going to have to really work hard. No offense, Southern Miss fans. With Southern Miss the week before. But still, they have to play a game. Yeah. You know, the, the thing to me that's interesting when you look at, at the Ole Miss schedule, I think there are a bunch of toss-up games on there that are 
winnable, but also are losable. And you anticipate that Ole Miss will be good offensively. You anticipate that Ole Miss will be better defensively, but what does better mean? What does better look like? Only time will tell on that. Louisville, a game you probably feel good about going into, but absolutely a game you could lose. Should beat Austin P in Tulane. Alabama, if you're being realistic, you say there is a pretty slim chance of pulling that off on the road in Tuscaloosa. Will likely be a double-digit underdog. Sure. As will probably everybody else on Alabama's schedule this year. Well, they have to go to Auburn. Maybe it'll be nine and a half. Maybe. Maybe so. (laughs) Arkansas, I mean, it's a weird series, right? But it's a game that you feel like you can win. You feel like you should win. Of course, you felt that way this year going into Fayetteville. Trip to Tennessee, it's a game you're supposed to win. Ole Miss is in a better place as a program right now than Tennessee is. Doesn't mean you can't lose that game, but you feel really good going into that one. I have no idea what to think about LSU. No clue what to think about LSU. Am I alone in that? Or do you guys kind of agree? No idea. I mean, you, no. you never know because you know they have talent, but right. there's so much going on beyond that at LSU right now. How are they going to react to that? I don't know the answer to that. Yeah, road trip to Auburn? Certainly should be competitive with Auburn. Bo Nix doesn't scare you. New coach, we'll see what they look like. Auburn, a team that is going to have a roster that overall will be more talented than Ole Miss's. Ole Miss is not Traditionally had a lot of success against Auburn. But you're not marking it down as an automatic L. Liberty, I mean, for all the storylines and for all the hoopla that will be surrounding that game, Ole Miss is better than Liberty. Just the rosters are are different. Texas A&M, new quarterback, who won't be so new by that point in the season. Vanderbilt, you're supposed to win. And then, as Haydad said a second ago when he was looking at Mississippi State's schedule, then you got the Egg Bowl. Who knows? I think this is a schedule that gives Ole Miss a chance to be pretty good next year. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Partly sunny conditions today, high near 60 degrees. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 32. Your Thursday, sunny skies, high near 52. Thursday evening, partly cloudy, low around 31. Your finally Friday rolls in with sunny conditions, high near 59. Friday evening, partly cloudy, low around 41. And a 30% chance of rain for your Saturday, mostly cloudy, high near 65. This weather service of our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard Dealer in Brandon. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The wings, the chicken tenders and bites, fried or grilled, and the best specialty pizzas in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. 769-208-8283. Are you an employee or employer in search of flame-resistant clothing that'll protect your arms and legs but won't cost you an arm and a leg? Well, ESI Supply has you covered, literally, with full coveralls, button-down long sleeves, two-button cotton pullovers, and jeans to go with them. ESI Supply is your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. If we don't have it, we can get it at prices that won't burn the pocketbook. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. And online at ESISupply.net. ESI Supply, your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. 
Pillium Corporation. When people hear our name, they say, cool name. What exactly do you do? Great question. Pillium helps your company stay secure and current with IT support, IT security and forensics, cloud services, and networking. Plus, next generation body cameras, in-car video systems, and mobile communications for public safety and first responder clients. In short, Pillium Corporation helps our clients grow and thrive securely. Contact us at Pillium.com. Smart people, smart business, smart solutions. Hi, I'm Dale Danks with the Danks, Miller & Corey firm. Our office represents clients and businesses across Mississippi. If you need a lawyer you can trust and who will fight for you, don't compromise. Danks, Miller & Corey, online at DanksMillerCorey.com. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Since the current pandemic struck Mississippi, thousands of nurse practitioners have answered the call. We're here for you. Nurse practitioners provide over two-thirds of all primary care, reaching our most impoverished communities. We're here for you. Nurse practitioners spend time understanding their patients' needs and save Medicaid and Medicare millions. We're here for you. But current laws limit how nurse practitioners can help your community. Let your local legislator know how much nurse practitioners mean to you. Paid for by the Mississippi Association of Nurse Practitioners. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to News Mississippi. The Department of Health is reporting 2,074 new cases of COVID-19. The latest report brings the state's total to over 268,600. With the confirmation of 65 additional deaths, 5,917 Mississippians have now passed away from the virus. On a positive note, Mississippi has now surpassed 200,000 administered doses of the vaccine, with an additional 222,000 Mississippians having recovered from the virus. And a new bill could make using a cell phone while driving a misdemeanor and cost you. Representative Jill Ford has introduced the legislation which, upon conviction, would fine drivers $500. Currently, the fine is $100. The bill goes beyond just texting. It would become illegal to use a phone in any means while driving. For more Mississippi news, visit newsms.fm. Catfish farming has always been a passion for me. I was raised up on the catfish farm. I was born into it. But the only thing I love more than catfish farming is my children and my family. I'm Will Noble from Moorhead, Mississippi, and I'm proud to be the 2020 Mississippi Catfish Farmer of the Year. People all across America love to eat U.S. farm-raised catfish, and I'm proud to be able to produce it right here in the Mississippi Delta. The 2021 Virtual Vaping Summit, hosted by Enrich Mississippi and partially funded by the Mississippi State Department of Health, will be on February 4th. You'll learn about e-cigarettes from medical and psychology professionals, debunking vaping myths, vaping in schools, parent and youth testimonials, and a legislative roundtable. This is a great opportunity to learn more about the vaping crisis affecting our youth. To register, visit enrichms.org summit. To sponsor, contact Jill Gordon at jillg at enrichms.org. 
A new voice is coming to Super Talk Mississippi. Dan Bongino. He's a former Secret Service agent, police officer, best-selling author, and host of the fastest-growing conservative talk show in America, The Dan Bongino Show. Starting February 1st at 11 p.m., Dan Bongino tackles the hottest political issues, debunking the rhetoric, and giving you the hard-hitting truth. The Dan Bongino Show. Starting Monday, February 1st at 11 p.m. on Super Talk Mississippi. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Exactly. His eyes are cold and restless, his wounds have almost healed. She give half a Texas just to change the way. Certainly, we will get to the drama that was the announcement of Josh Heupel as the new head coach at Tennessee. Tennessee fans taking it about like you would expect. A few who are in the wait and see category, an even smaller few who are excited, and seemingly a pretty significant number who are not exactly happy with uh, how this shook out. But. In fairness, that number, Borky, as you pointed out, we're not going to be happy with really anyone. It really didn't matter. I mean, it had to have been Matt Campbell or somebody of that like for that to actually have become anything. I mean, this is it's a very boring hire. It makes a lot of sense considering the circumstances that they are up against, which is pretty significant. And the unknown makes it even harder. Uh, I said this morning... If they would know what the penalties were, making this hire would have been easier. It's the fact that they have no idea when or or anything like that. When or what, it makes it harder. So, considering the circumstances, it's fine. I wouldn't be thrilled if I was a Tennessee fan, but I would understand you know, where the program is sitting. I think more interesting than their fan reaction, because they're irrational and crazy. We've all learned that. They're out of their minds. That, that's college football fandom in a nutshell. They're just a special breed. Is the UCF job. Because it, it sounds like, based on context and reporting and just kind of general logic, that is going to be one of the most interesting coaching searches there is. Because they don't have an AD yet. And once they get they one in place... don't have an athletic director. Right. And it sounds like they're not going to make a football coach hire until the AD is there. But I think... That's the best group of five job there is. And I think you can make an argument that it's better than a handful of power five jobs out there. And there are interesting coaching names that are going to want that job. On top of, I'm sure, there are assistants, coordinators across the country that also really want that job. They've got money. They've got a massive student body, by the way. Like triple the size of Ole Miss and Mississippi State. Yeah, 70,000. There is nothing, I, I think it was Andy Staples said earlier, there's nothing on campus that is older than 20 years. I mean, everything's new, they keep building, they have all this money, and then, by the way, they're in Florida and they win. It's a fascinating job, and, I, I mean, people are throwing out lists. You can't throw out a list until there's an AD, but I bet there's going to be some clamoring to get in the door for that job and some interesting names that you may not even expect to want that job. It's a unique yeah. place. Is there a local name that we should be worried about there? Absolutely. Worried. Oh, without a doubt. Worried is a strong word for me, I guess, but 
I mean, you would think. Yeah, Jeff I mean, I, I don't think there's any question that Jeff Levy's name is going to be part of it. I had somebody reach out to me today. Not like this is breaking news for anybody, but I had somebody that is kind of in that college football coaching search world reach out to me, and his words were, heads up, Levy will be a prime name for the UCF job. I mean, it makes yeah. all the sense in the world. I mean, he was on staff with Josh Heupel. They had really good numbers. He came to Ole Miss. Ole Miss had really good numbers this year. It would make a lot of sense. But just assuming that Jeff Levy is a slam dunk for the reasons that Borky pointed out a second ago, and, and we get this on the text line, and I've already thought about this today. Tell me if you think this makes sense. You freeze to UCF? Makes a ton of sense. Is that a significant upgrade over where he is right now? It is a much better job, without a doubt. Agreed, yeah, 100%. And maybe Because they're in the sixth best conference in the country, if for no other reason. And and they're the most... They are probably the the most visible group of five team. Yeah, when they're successful, people will buy into them being a realistic challenger. And got a great recruiting base there in, in Florida. You got national exposure, national brand. Yeah, it, it's it's a big step up. Liberty had one loss, and it was a blocked field goal to a ranked NC State team, and they beat two other ACC teams, and the selection committee wouldn't even rank them. That doesn't happen at UCF. I mean, right now, would you rather be the thing about Power Five versus Group of Five? Would you rather be the head coach at Wake Forest or Central Florida? I mean, to me, it's Central Florida. Yeah, I mean, I understand yeah. why you would say that. Vanderbilt or, or Central Florida? It's not. It's not really close. You know, I would be interested to know what UCF is going to be willing to do from a salary standpoint because they're not from a budget place, even though there are many, many similarities at UCF to the Power Five, the budget is not. I mean, it's significantly less. I think Josh Heupel was making, what, just shy of $2 million as the head coach at UCF? I mean, reportedly, mm-hmm. Hugh Freeze is making $2 million or more at Liberty. You know, is, is UCF a, a, a school that says, you know what, we're going to play ball. We're, we're going to go get us a dude. Here's the other thing that that I think would make that make sense. Right, wrong, or otherwise, Hugh Freeze has found that getting from Liberty back into the Power Five has been more difficult than probably he ever imagined it would be. I'm sure that he thought, okay, a little bit of time away, go have some success, it'll take care of itself. And yet it hasn't taken care of itself. South Carolina was open, didn't give him a look. Auburn was open, didn't really give him a look. Tennessee was open, didn't give him a look. You rewind a year ago, right? I mean, you had Arkansas open and Missouri open and Mississippi State open. And, you know, the list goes on and on, and he's not gotten a look despite being successful and having had a reasonably significant amount of time to pass. And so here's what I wonder. If another stop that is not Liberty with the former president that was there in Jerry Falwell Jr. and the athletic director Ian McCall, without those guys attached to him, does a place like UCF say, man, we're in Florida. We're in Orlando, Florida. We don't care. Come on. And then if he continues to win, does it then make it easier for him to make what you would assume is the step that he would like to make back to the Power Five 
area, whether it's the SEC or the ACC or the Big 12 or whatever. If I were him, that's what I would do. I think, and I said this when the, the whole Southern Miss thing was happening, um, there's something about liberty that I think is also, whether it be massive or tiny, contributing to the deterrence of hiring Hugh Freeze. I think oh, it, I think it's a thing. It, it's absolutely a thing. Being where he is, considering the stuff that it surrounds that place, getting out from there, and taking a better job on top of that, and then winning again, maybe that opens yeah. up the doors that are currently nailed shut. Yeah, could very well be the case. And, and of course, some of that depends on who the AD turns out to be. I mean, who, who's the athletics director? Is it somebody that's got ties to the SEC and kind of knows the ins and outs of what happened at Ole Miss and goes, yeah, we're not going down that road, which I have to believe is part of the reason that nobody in the SEC has gone down that road. Or is it somebody who's not remotely affiliated with the Southeastern Conference that says, and that guy can just coach ball. I don't really care what he did in his past. We're hiring a football coach. you got to know if the past is the past. That's a big thing. He's got to prove That's true. it. And I'm not talking about what's on the phone records. There's other things that are scaring people away, too. I mean, for example, the Auburn search, even though, like you said, they never really went down that road. But he's up at 2 a.m. on Twitter going back and forth with random Auburn fans about how they're telling him they don't want him on their campus, and he's saying, good, I don't want to be there either. I mean, that kind of stuff. The, that behavior, that you can't do that at a big job. We learn that right here in front of our eyes. So that kind of stuff has to go away, too. It's not just what's on the phone records that you just chose not to redact when handed over the way that shook out. It's that kind of behavior. It's blocking out the noise because all big-time college football jobs are is noise. That's all they are. Yeah. It's always criticism, unfounded or fair. You're going to be criticized for every single move you make. People are going to say mean things about you all the time. Can you be like Nick Saban and probably have a flip phone and not know what Twitter is? Or will you continue to do that? That's a big question that's got to be answered. Message on the ceasefire text line, 601-879-4395, if you want to be part of the conversation. It says this, both of Hugh's daughters are at Liberty and want to finish grad school there. He's in no hurry. Oh. But, but let me, let me, let me respond go to off that, to though. college all the time, man. You can, you know, you could leave them there. and just, just, just stick with me just for a second. So, yeah, Lynchburg's nice. I was there a couple weeks ago. Lynchburg, cool area. And I, I think I've heard Hugh Freeze say in uh, in interviews that the school gave him a nice, great, big old house up on top of the mountain that kind of overlooks campus. He's got a good setup. I'm sure he's happy-ish there. But I know for a fact, because somebody told me with my their own mouth to my own ear, that he absolutely wanted the Auburn job. And I'm sure South Carolina, we were specifically talking about the Auburn job. In fact, wanted it to the point that reached out proactively because he was frustrated about something he thought had been said about him on a radio show. Turned out it wasn't what was actually said. Go figure. But he thought that's what had been said. 
He wants a big job. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you glass needs. They're in Ridgeland and Brandon. Just call them at 601-605-4443. For the most part, looking pretty good. Do have some delays southbound on 55. The right lane is closed on the I-55 ramp to I-20 westbound. That's exit 94A. Expect delays. Otherwise, things looking fairly decent elsewhere. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call 601-353-5217. My name is Larry Warren, Warren & Warren Asphalt Paving. Larry, we've seen new asphalt companies coming into the area. What's the difference between them and what Warren & Warren offers? Well, first of all, Warren & Warren will be here with you now and after the job is done. These other people, you don't know where their home office is. They're from out of town. Do they have a tax ID number? Do they pay taxes in the state of Mississippi? That's the biggest problem. Do they have anything with the Better Business Bureau? You look into it a little further, you may find out that they're not even listed with the Better business bureau. Everybody is different. If a person beats us on a bid, most of the time it's because you're not comparing apples to apples. They're not doing the exact same thing that we're doing and we stand behind our work and we're going to be here. And we do all kinds of work. Anything from a patch job to a million dollar job. It doesn't make any difference. People can call me at any time. They can call my telephone number 601-270-4637 or my office number 601-736-1203. We still do not do highway work and never wheel. Start off the new year with money-saving cheer during a New Year's celebration sales event at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. 2021 is here, and it's finally time for you to get that new vehicle you've been waiting for. At Ridgeland Mitsubishi, we resolve to save you money on our entire selection. So right now, pay just $179 per month on new 2020 Mitsubishi G4s. That's $179 per month. And pay only $319 per month on new 2020 Mitsubishi Outlanders. Plus, we're giving you a 43-inch TV with every purchase. Our credit specialists work hard to get you approved no matter your past credit history. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Plus, bring in your current vehicle and we'll give you the best possible price for it even if you don't buy a new one from us. So come save big during the New Year celebration sales event at Ridgeland Mitsubishi where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi G4 stock number 1640. Outlander stock number 1605. 1999 down. 2.9% for 84 months. Deal for the details. As stewards of the land, we know all-stars so leave it up to us at mississippi arkansas ag for your john deere all-star package the 3025e tractor plus loader box blade rotary cutter and a trailer will keep you ahead of the game at just 349 per month leave it up to us or visit any of our 16 locations or agup.com for more information offer ends 1031 2021 some exclusions apply see dealer for details Heading to the coast to hit the casinos. Or maybe just a relaxing getaway for a few days. When you drive to the coast, tune to 106.3 Casino Radio for all casino promotions and exciting things to do while you're there. And it's not just casinos. Casino Radio has everything you'll want to know to make your stay on the coast an amazing one. From all of the great restaurants, nightlife, recreation, and more, Casino Radio has it all. So when you're on the coast, discover everything that's happening. From 106.3 Casino Radio. Bull. When you listen to other wireless carriers, bull is all you hear. They talk about great deals, but it's never the price for one or two lines. One line with AT&T is 60 bucks. At Verizon, it's 90. Enough bull. Get the new Seaspire Real Deal plan. 10 gigs, 45 bucks per line with auto pay. 45 bucks, no bull. Seaspire. 
For a limited time, get our best 5G phone free with trading. Head to cspire.com for details. Mississippi's official midday meeting place, The JT Show, tomorrow morning at 10 on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. What we're going to do right here is go back. And now back to Back to the sports. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. So let's get rolling. On Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. Thanks to the C Spire text line, and then a little bit of a public service announcement for you as it pertains to baseball. Um, this one, uh, why does Richard have such a man crush on Hugh Freeze? Is it the old misconnection or does it go deeper? And he follows it up with every time there's a job opening, he seems to take it personally that Hugh isn't on the short list for the job, a five- to ten-minute rant about how he can coach football. Man, I don't know if you're, like, just being sarcastic or contrarian or if you're, like, serious. He's either trolling you or, quite literally, Here's the opposite of what has actually happened on this show during coaching carousel season. Yes, I, I will tell you that I think Hugh Freeze is a good football coach. And it's almost like that's a caveat because I feel like I can speak a little more freely about the rest of the Hugh Freeze situation if I just absolutely concede to you out of the gate that the guy knows football. He's a good football coach. Period. Um, somebody says, Tim and McGee says, Breeze can coach. Look at his record, dummy. I'm not going to resort to calling you dummy. I just... That part's it's not the problem. Part's not the issue. Uh, tell me the difference between giving Bobby Petrino multiple chances and not giving Hugh Freeze multiple chances. He's currently okay, no, making on, a couple on. million dollars a year to coach football, right? That seems like a chance. What multiple chances has Bobby Petrino gotten that are comparable to what you think Hugh Freeze should get? What Bobby Petrino get? Louisville. Louisville, Louisville. It was a disaster. And where is he? Missouri, Missouri State? State. Missouri State. Yeah. And uh, they went 0-3 this fall, and I think they have a spring season coming up. Good for them. Go Bears. Yeah, I don't think um, I don't think Bobby Petrino... I mean, he got hired by the guy that hired him all those years ago at Louisville, and it was a bad decision. That and, and Louisville had... They were in the ACC at that point, weren't they? Yes. We went they took over with Charlie Strong, didn't he? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. All right, I said public service announcement. I don't think a day is going to go by between now and February the 18th or 19th that we don't mention the college baseball showdown in Arlington, Texas. So here's your PSA. If you want to go, you're thinking about going, you better get on the Texas Rangers website and buy tickets. 
Their tournament passes, as of right now, are sold out. I talked with the Texas Rangers ticket office about two hours ago. And you remember that initial release where they said fourteen to 15,000 seats would be available in the stadium? Yeah. That was kind of like pie-in-the-sky stuff. Technically, fourteen to 15,000 seats are available in the stadium. But they thought internally it was going to be more like, ah, you know, the interest level, we're going to plan for, you know, seven to 8,000. Oops. That number has been blown by, and they are expecting fourteen to 15,000, not for every single game, but up to for some of the games. And I was told that they were in the process of opening more tournament pass ticket books up. And if they do, you can buy those for 50 bucks. That covers you, covers you for all nine games. Otherwise, it's, um, oh, it's like $25 per day for an all-day pass. And then children's tickets are a little bit, uh, a little bit younger. Hotels in and around Arlington sold out for that weekend. I, I asked the, uh, well, I talked to a guy first, then a lady called me back from there, just trying to kind of get a little more information about it. And I said, has the demand been greater than you thought it would have been? And she's like, oh, yeah. I was like, go figure. You had some pretty passionate baseball fan bases who've been pent up for 10 months, didn't get any conference games a year ago, and are all preseason top 10. She's like, yeah, I know. We're really excited. Like, so are we. <laughs> we'll, we'll see you in a month. So anyway. If, uh, if you want tickets, they do have individual day passes that are available and parking passes that are available, but uh, I don't know how long those will last. And if you, it's, uh, it's texasrangers.com slash college baseball showdown if you, uh, you want to get the tickets. It'll be pretty great baseball. I, was, I mean, I was, I was shocked. Somebody told me today, they're like, hey, the uh, full tournament passes are sold out. I didn't believe it. So I went online, and they were sold out, and that's when I called their uh, their ticket office. So if you want to go, probably better get on the ball. I'm not surprised by that news, by the way, just so you know. Nor, uh, nor am I. I was talking with a buddy yesterday who follows college baseball pretty closely. I said, I, it will not shock me in the least to see a couple thousand Ole Miss fans, a couple thousand state fans. He says, a couple thousand? What are you talking about? Like, man... I think even though you've been here, you don't get it. It's that big a deal, and people are that excited about college baseball. Four o'clock hour coming up next. Sports Talk Mississippi with you. I'm Rich Dennison. The Department of Homeland Security today warning that anti-government extremists could commit more acts of violence. The National Bulletin does not point to a specific threat, but notes a heightened threat environment that will persist, citing individuals frustrated with the exercise of governmental authority, the presidential transition, and other perceived grievances. Fox's Jared Halpern on Capitol Hill. There is a renewed focus on vaccine distribution as U.S. coronavirus deaths surpass 425,000. Vaccine supply issues continue to cause cancer.
canceled appointments across the country. As President Biden announced that the U.S. is buying more than 100 million doses of each of the two COVID vaccines currently available to increase vaccinations. Fox's Tanya J. Powers, the Biden administration today saying as many as 90,000 Americans will die from COVID-19 in just the next four weeks. America is listening to Fox News. Hey, Tom. Looks like you're a few guys short today. Yeah, one's been out with the flu, another is at the ER, and Lydia at the office has a sick child. Where's Randy? Another contractor offered benefits. You should call New Care MD. They offer full-service medical care, flat monthly rates. Your guys and their families get same-day appointments and minor emergency service. Contact New Care MD at NewCareMD.com today to learn more about how you can provide affordable direct primary care to your employees. When the power goes out, your life is disrupted. Heat, air conditioning, refrigeration, phones, all gone. Be prepared for the next outage with a Generac Home Standby Generator. After sensing a power outage, a Generac Generator automatically restores your home's power, whether you're home or away. Power your life with a Generac Home Standby Generator. In Central Mississippi, contact Generator Technologies at 601-862-3419. That's 601-862-3419 or online at generator-tec.com. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to News Mississippi. Monday, as he delivered his State of the State address, Governor Tate Reeves said that Mississippi is sprinting toward the finish line of the pandemic. I reject the false narrative that is being pushed by some, which says this is our new normal. That even after vaccination, we need to just continue to hide away and live in perpetual isolation. That's just wrong. This is it. To date, over 200,000 doses of the vaccine have been administered in Mississippi. To hear the governor's full remarks, visit newsms.fm. And for the second time in as many weeks, a human trafficking operation has led to an arrest. Agents with the Mississippi Bureau of Investigation arrested 27-year-old Damaris Edwards of Potts Camp after receiving information that a 21-year-old girl was involved in a human trafficking situation. Last week, a Mississippi man was arrested on trafficking charges in Louisiana. Farming isn't exactly the simple life. It involves satellites and spreadsheets and high-tech machinery to succeed. You need equipment like spreaders and sprayers and combines and the financial tools as well. For more than 100 years, Mississippi Land Bank has provided the loans that equip agricultural businesses. We understand what it takes to make a farm work and we know the lay of the land in North Mississippi. And that's where I stand. Mississippi Land Bank, mslandbank.com. Seaspire 5G. We're building a fast, powerful 5G network to bring you faster phones. You heard right. Ceasefire 5G. Phones. Faster. Saying it anymore would be... Ceasefire 5G. Faster phones. No bull. For a limited time, get our best 5G phone free with trade-in. In a Senate confirmation hearing for Rhode Island Governor Gina Raimondo as Commerce Secretary, Mississippi Senator Roger Wicker explained why she would be a valuable addition. As an elected official and former venture capitalist, she will bring a valuable perspective to the Department of Commerce regarding the economic challenges that face our nation as we continue our work to move out of this pandemic. And the Dixie National Rodeo and Livestock Shows are underway at the Mississippi State Fairground. Even in the midst of a pandemic, 
Ag Commissioner Andy Gibson says the event only continues to grow. It's become, uh, over the last 56 years, not only a big deal for our state and for our region, but now for the country. Gibson explained that the economic impact for the event, which runs through February 21st, will be in the tens of millions of dollars. For more information on the 56th Annual Dixie National Rodeo, find us online at newsms.fm. Stephen Gagliano, News, Mississippi. Since the current pandemic struck Mississippi, thousands of nurse practitioners have answered the call. We're here for you. Nurse practitioners provide over two-thirds of all primary care, reaching our most impoverished communities. We're here for you. Nurse practitioners spend time understanding their patients' needs and save Medicaid and Medicare millions. We're here for you. But current laws limit how nurse practitioners can help your community. Let your local legislator know how much nurse practitioners mean to you. Paid for by the Mississippi Association of Nurse Practitioners. Hello, I'm Will Noble from Moorhead, Mississippi. I'm proud to be a catfish farmer. And being selected as Mississippi's Catfish Farmer of the Year means a lot to me. I pride myself in raising healthy fish for you to enjoy. And they were raised right here in America. So please make sure you and your family are receiving the best U.S. farm-raised catfish. This message is brought to you by the Catfish Institute. For more information, visit uscatfish.com. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. If it's sports in Mississippi, you'll hear about it here. Here, Sports Talk Mississippi. You like this show, huh? Yeah! Super Talk Mississippi. Should I swing around or just chill? We are back with you. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. Thanks for being with us on this Wednesday afternoon, middle of the week. We're going to do something different. We're going to do something new. And I don't know about you, but I'm about to learn something. And I think it's going to be fun. Uh, first of all, we'll tell you the ceasefire text line is the best way for you to be a part of the show. If you want to do so, you can do so at 601-879-4395. 601-879-4395. Also, coming up about half an hour from now, Rick Cleveland, the governor at least the sports writing governor in the uh, state of Mississippi, will join us. We'll talk with uh, him about the story that he wrote about Bruce Arians going back to his time at Mississippi State. Kind of a neat read leading up to the Super Bowl that is now uh, 10 days away, I think it is. I have a calendar in front of me. That's, uh, that gets us close. Uh, glad to have you along. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad, and two in-studio guests this afternoon. If, if you're watching on cspiretv.com, I'll kind of pan the camera so you can see who we're talking to. We've got uh, Brian Fox, who is the head coach of Tupelo Wrestling. That is a club wrestling program. And to, to delineate, no Haydad. They, they don't do the costumes. Like, like the oh, rest of the God, we're going to make this joke it. every God, time. I know, I know. And then this is Jake Painful. Wadley, who was a uh, college wrestler originally from Missouri. Both uh, Brian and Jake have uh, made Mississippi their home. They've moved to the Tupelo area, and uh, now they are on a mission. Brian, what's up, man? Hey. Good to see you. And uh, Jake, good to see you as well. Welcome yes, to Mississippi, sir. by the way. Yeah. It's good to be here. All right, so you are on a mission to do what? We are on a mission to revive the sport of scholastic wrestling in Mississippi. Okay. 
I spoke, I, I aired earlier, I said that Mississippi was the only state in the United States that did not officially sanction high school wrestling. You tell me that's not exactly true. It's not exactly true. If you if you go to schools around the state, that's how it will appear. Um, but about a month ago, we learned that it is sanctioned. Uh, we heard that from the MHSAA uh, director. Um, there's two schools that participate, Ocean Springs High School on the coast and Jackson School for the Deaf, I believe. Okay. So it's sanctioned, just no participation. So 82 counties in Mississippi, hundreds of school districts across the state, and we've got two of them that are participating yep. in high school wrestling. So, Jake, walk me through your wrestling background. Let's just kind of start there, why this is something that's uh, important to you. All right. Uh, starting out when I was eight years old, my dad had wrestled when he was in high school, and he had already made that in his mind that uh, that if he had ever had a son, I was going to wrestle. So that was in my destiny. And, and uh, I grew up in a, in a city where um, it's, it's probably uh, a, a great situation for me to, to fall in love with the sport. We had 12 state championships as a high school team. Um, and I was onboarding when we got number 10 and 11. Okay. Uh, my high school coach never wrestled a day in his life, and he was able to place in the top three in the state as a team 26 years in a row. Um, so uh, Mike Jeffries... Out of, and th this was in where, in Missouri? This is in Jeff City, Missouri. Okay. Yeah, yep, Elias High School. Um, and so I was just very blessed to be a part of, of a very rich history, uh, kind of like you were talking about earlier with the Oklahoma State. It, it, we would pack the gym out, and, and the student body was extremely excited about it. We'd bring about 5,000 kids to the state tournament to cheer us on. Wow. Um, and, where, would the, uh, where would the state tournament be? Mizzou Arena. Well, at the time, it was called the Hearns Center. Right, uh, so so the the old arena on yep. campus in Columbia. Yep, exactly. Which seated, what, 12,000, 15,000, something yep. like that? and we took about a quarter of that gym up. Yep. Oh, wow. Yep. Wow. So uh, a following that's similar to a high school football program making that run to a state championship. Game. Yes, exactly. Yep. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Brian? Uh, background in wrestling? Yes, sir. Yeah, I started wrestling when I was seven years old. I'm from Dublin, Ohio. Uh, we had a little youth program that fed into our middle school and high school program, and that's how I got started. That's suburban Columbus. Suburban Columbus. Yes, okay. sir. Yep. Dublin is where they play the memorial, right? It that's, is. That's where yep. uh, Jack's tournament is. Yep. Okay. Yep. Deerfield Village. Exactly. There you go. There. Uh, no, I have not. <laughs> but it looks spectacular. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so high school wrestling and then wrestling. college wrestling for both of you, right? That's right. Yep. yep. I wrestled Division Three out of uh, Baldwin-Wallace in Cleveland, Ohio. Berea, Ohio, actually. Uh, and then I wrestled for a couple years. I didn't compete, but I trained uh, in Europe for a couple years as well. Really? Mm-hmm. Big deal in Europe? Wrestling, uh, I mean, it's an Olympic sport. Uh, every country has a wrestling team. Um, in the country I was in, it's not a big deal, but... It was still cool. Maybe not so much Europe, more like uh, Turkey, Russia, Iran. Um, yeah, uh -huh. more like yeah. the Middle East type countries and, and with Japan, yep. China, not, but not really with with Germany or or anything mm -hmm. in, in Europe at all, really. So, so we were talking a, a second ago. Obviously, college football kind of stands alone, but then, and I don't mean this as a knock. You have secondary sports that have huge followings, whether it's basketball in the ACC or or the Big Twelve or the Big Ten. Baseball in the SEC, and basketball obviously in the SEC, baseball, but you have these sports that are not as big as football but still have massive, passionate followings. Mm -hmm. right. In the Midwestern part of the country, I, I, I mentioned Oklahoma State to you, so I was in Stillwater for a basketball game a couple of years ago, and Gallagher-Iba uh, Iba Arena is 
one that if people watch basketball, they're used to seeing Oklahoma State play in, and it's big. You don't realize how big it is, and it goes almost straight up. And so when I was there, I kind of looked up, and I see all these wrestling championship banners that are in the rafters, and I asked somebody about them. said, you wouldn't believe what it's like in here for a wrestling meet. Um, you know, le- legit 14, 15,000 people show up. And so right. in the Midwest, Missouri, Wisconsin, or maybe not Wisconsin, Missouri, Iowa, Ohio, Ohio Pennsylvania, Michigan, um it's just a massive deal, right? If you look at the Big Ten, that's where that's wrestling's mecca. Okay, um, that's in college. It, that's if you're a Big Ten school and and wrestling, that's like the SEC to football. You know, um, it's it's the biggest deal there. If you get in as a wrestler and one of those, if you get a scholarship from one of those, you're definitely one of the top kids in the country. All right, Brian. So you said a second ago your mission is to bring scholastic wrestling to high schools across the state of Mississippi. Yep. Sell me on why. Uh, well, this you guys like football here, right? Sure. So I'll start with uh, I'll start with that. First of all, the cross training benefit of football and wrestling is enormous. Um, I don't have an article with me now, but if you look up, there's a lot of NFL coaches and players, a lot of college coaches and players, who attest to the uh the factor of whether someone's wrestled or not in their in their in their recruitment and also in just their if they were a player how they played and how how much that how much that changed their game and how much they changed that changed who they look for and the reason is uh just the the discipline that wrestling builds the the flexibility the explosiveness the um the the attitude the winning attitude the what else? There's um, so. So, are we talking about primarily it being an advantage for linemen or skill position players? Okay. It's. I mean, yes, it is a big deal for linemen. Uh, I'd read an article in what's called Flow Wrestling. It's a it's a website for wrestling because uh, you're not going to find any kind of li- you're not going to find it on TV. So you got to go look it out, and and mm-hmm. that would be the place to do it. Um, but I read an article in there about how Iowa State <clears throat> was only recruiting kids who had a state medal in wrestling heavyweight wrestlers um and that was one of their uh criteria for for the recruiting process at iowa state um but recently yes so yeah. so this Within would be under matt campbell yeah yeah okay okay so um and and then you uh um then you have guys like ray lewis uh who have I've heard him several times talk about how he was a state championship wrestler and I believe North Carolina and uh, and how much that's helped him with his tackling with just his mental fortitude on the field mm-hmm. um, and pushing through the adversities and mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff so I mean and there's a there's a laundry list of all American or or, or um, all pro football players within that same category in all different positions. Right. We get a message on the on the ceasefire text line that says, "I'm guessing learning to use leverage in wrestling would help in football." Is that yes. accurate? Yep. Exactly. You learn. There's so much um, body awareness that you gain through wrestling that um, you get in football, but it's a completely different. It's much more uh, much more hands on. I think even in wrestling than it is in football. Um, you know, the angles of tackling of because t- the goal is to take someone from their feet and put them on their back okay and so you learn all these techniques and when to explode when to be easy of, of how to how to take someone down and so leverage is a, is a key in that when someone's pushing you pull them when they're pulling you push them um, yeah there's 
All right, so when you think about youth sports, whether it's football, baseball, basketball, gymnastics, soccer, mm-hmm. whatever it is, I mean, you're talking about you know kids that are five, six, seven, eight years old picking up a sport, and and maybe they're carrying it for a lifetime or at least into high school. Yeah. What's the age where kids start wrestling? Uh, I started. I started one when I was four. One of my kids. <laughs> really? Or, not my. I started when I was eight, but okay. I started one of my kids when when he was four. Uh, four, six, and eight were the, were the ages I started my kids at. Um, Brian, how old were you when you started? I was seven. Okay, yeah, so I've got an eight-year-old son. Or... I mean, he's he's in that wheelhouse for what you're talking about. Yep. Yep. And as long as you're uh, not a crazy parent who pushes way too hard and makes them try to do what they don't want to do, and 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 they actually fall in love with it, then then you just encourage that. And and uh, you know, it's a certain type of kid that probably wants to wrestle, just like just like most things. Sure. So. All right, we're going to continue this conversation. We will uh, we'll bring up the singlet when we come back. Sports Talk <laughs> Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm with you. Talking high school wrestling. Could that be coming to Mississippi? We'll be right back. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive. Crossgates, just call 601-605-4443. Road work down at the stack has traffic on 55 southbound, uh, backed all the way up to the Waterworks exit 94A. The right lane is closed for road work. Elsewhere, we're not seeing any other major problems so far this afternoon. Please buckle up and drive safe. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Call 601-353-5217. Lakeland Fireplace's new expanded showroom is now open, and you've got to see the selection. Lakeland Fireplaces has over 25 display units, including the popular Heat & Glow to choose from. And remember, with Heat & Glow, you can forget about those headaches and unpleasant odors. Oh, by the way, their showroom has 19 live burning fireplaces. While you're there, be sure to ask Zach Sandlin about their premium lines of gas grills, too. It's all at Lakeland Fireplaces, just east of Dogwood in Flowood. Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where Garden Mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. Are you an employee or employer in search of flame-resistant clothing that'll protect your arms and legs but won't cost you an arm and a leg? Well, ESI Supply has you covered, literally, with full coveralls, button-down long sleeves, two-button cotton pullovers, and jeans to go with them. ESI Supply is your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. If we don't have it, we can get it at prices that won't burn the pocketbook. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. And online at ESISupply.net. ESI Supply, your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. Selling your vehicle? We'll buy it. Need to put it on our lot? We'll consign it. Just need a new ride for the new you? We'll trade it. Pinnacle Motors needs you. Well, need your vehicle. Steve Owen and the friendly staff of Pinnacle Motors is buying, consigning, and trading quality pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs at the corner of Highway 471 at Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon and online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. That's PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Pinnacle Motors needs you. Well, needs your vehicle. Quality vehicles. Affordable prices. Pinnacle Motors. Realtors and homeowners, listen up. When it's time to buy, sell, or most importantly, move, 
That's when you call Two Men in a Truck. Let us take the worry out of moving so you can focus on what's important. Visit twomeninatruck.com. The doctors at Carter Sledge Family Dentistry are general and cosmetic dentists. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, you'll find one of the most state-of-the-art facilities in Mississippi, along with a friendly staff and doctors who are both professional and compassionate. Meet our team, take a virtual tour, and make an appointment at cartersledgedental.com. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry on Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. Call 601-607-7876. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, our smile begins with yours. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Back to Sports Talk Mississippi. <laughs> on Super Talk Mississippi. Back with you, Sports Talk Mississippi, on this Wednesday afternoon. We're talking some wrestling, scholastic wrestling, and the attempt to uh, get that into the mainstream in the state of Mississippi. A lot of, uh, lot of messages from you on the uh, C Spire text line. Somebody says, shout out to my fellow Buckeye. Hey. So there you go. O-H. Uh, O-H, right. Uh, <laughs> hang on, Sloopy, and whatnot. Uh, wrestling is big in the Midwest, but has not been big in the South. It's expensive to have a wrestling team. It takes a coach, coach supplements, 12 to 14 weight classes. The mat is expensive, and there are not many collegiate programs out there, which makes it difficult to sell to Board of Education members. I see, uh, Jake, you shaking your head when I said wrestling is expensive. Uh, you disagree. Well, you're going to have a basketball floor anyway. You're going to have a basketball floor anyway, right? Yes. And you're paying for that. That's okay. going to be a lot less than a wrestling mat. That's going to cost you about $11,000 at most and it's going to last you probably 20 years. Okay. Um so, you know, if you want to if you want to drop that in that then that would be one way. Most of the uh, I was a high school uh head wrestling coach of two different high schools and um one with a lot of rich history, the one that I told you about. Uh I became the head coach of that program later on and we had you know, we had people that, that raised funds so that we had uniforms. We didn't have to really pay anything from the school if we were able to, to provide a mat. And by that point, if you're that successful, everybody was taking care of us. But the other school was, didn't have that same history that I coached at. And, um, so you're looking at the cost of uniforms, the cost of a mat, and that's gonna, you know, if you're buying uniforms every three years, you're not having to do that with helmets and pads and all those different things that go along with it. It's, it's what you're wanting to talk about, the singlet, the, right? So tell singlet. me about the singlet. Is that the, the single biggest calling card for wrestling? Guys just grow up wanting to wear skin-tight spandex where <laughs> it all... Well, I will say I'd prefer that over the way it used to be, just no clothes and oiled up. That's, I think that's how the Greeks did it. Oh, boy. Uh, so I, I'll take the singlet. Right. Like no clothes, no clothes. Nah, I mean, no clothes, no clothes. Okay. Yes, sir. Yeah. It's uh, uh, a little it, bit different time. Right. <laughs> <A little different. laughs> right. Um, it, it's it's actually in the culture, but I think it keeps a lot of people out just by just by looking at it from the outside. You're like, what is up with that, you know? And I think that a lot of schools have gotten to what's called a doublet now, where it's just like a compression shorts, what you see in like UFC, and a compression shirt on top of That's that. That's so disappointing. Right, right. But you know, the, the, most of the diehard wrestling people they want that singlet. So yeah. uh, you see kids trading singlets at tournaments. It's it's like part of the culture. It's really, uh, it's really neat. Uh, I was just kind of having some fun with that. Uh, the other thing that I asked you during the break is cauliflower ear a real thing? And you said, "Hey, look!" And you pointed to your ears. Right. It is a real thing. It is a real. What thing. is cauliflower ear? 
Cauliflower ear is just a bruise. Um, you you get hit in the head, you get hit in the ear, you're you're going to swell up. But the only problem is with your ear, it does not drain. The blood does the blood gets clotted in there, and if you're not lancing it open or having it drained out with a syringe, oh, that sounds fun. Then it's going to get stuck there, and it's going to become uh, it's going to become hard tissue, and, and you're going to have to have it surgery, uh, you know, plastic surgery if you want to get rid of it. So, but, but I said to you earlier, I said there, there's some guys that kind of wear that like a badge of honor, right? Absolutely. That's why I went ahead and stuck with it after <laughs> after I moved out of my parents' house. My mom didn't have control of ever if I got it drained or not. I got to college. I was like, all right, I'm keeping it from now on. So there, there you go. Um, Brian, we were talking during the break, and, and you said that one of the things that you found yeah. is that there is interest kind of all over the state of Mississippi, but yeah. not like centralized interest or at least a centralized effort to make scholastic wrestling, high school wrestling, a thing here. So right. how do you bring all those people together? Uh, well, it's part of our hope of and why we're grateful to be invited to, to talk today, just getting the word out um, why why we should have wrestling here. I think that's been the biggest um, the biggest question. Um, there's been these isolated islands of people around the state trying to get it started on the local level, um, and it gets stopped at the administration of their school level because they say, who are we going to compete against? Um, and, that, and that's a problem that we've solved through our networking with, our, with Tennessee teams, Alabama teams, Louisiana teams. They're all eager for us to be a part of their schedule. And uh, we're in Tupelo, two-hour drive to Memphis, two-hour drive to Birmingham. Um, if you're in the Tupelo area, we got a full schedule for you if you want it. Um, and then, no and, and, and your website is tupelowrestling.com, and there's contact information there. So if there's, you're listening today in the Jackson metro area, in the Pine Belt, down around Hattiesburg, mm -hmm. on the coast, in the Delta, East Mississippi, wherever it is, mm -hmm. this is a way that perhaps you can start to bring people together and kind yes. of form a little bit of a coalition. Yes, that's right. Um, that, that's that's our that's our whole goal, um, and. And uh, something that we're that we're doing, we we want this to happen so badly. We you know we have a staff of um, now. There's uh, Jacob and I, both former college wrestlers. We've got an, another former college wrestler who just came into the fold. Um, we've got a former pro MMA fighter uh, and champion uh, Grady Sue Hurley out of Tupelo, um, and a couple other volunteer coaches who we're all willing to spend our time to travel to coach. At, at schools to teach other people how to become coaches of wrestling, which is not difficult. You don't have to have wrestled to coach. Really? Just become a sport. Just uh, become a student of the sport. Um, like like Jake was saying about his high school coach, he never wrestled a day in his life, and he twelve state 12 championships. State championships. Right. A couple of, couple of things that uh, that pop up here. Scott from Louisville says, when I was at Mississippi State, I knew several linemen that would wrestle for conditioning and handwork. Oh, yeah. Yep. I mean, if you're a football player, hands down, wrestling, in my opinion, is going to be the best off-season way to stay in shape, for one. Um, you're going to continue to build your flexibility, continue to build your conditioning. Weight cutting is, I don't know if that's even a concern here. Sometimes in other states, football coaches don't want their guys wrestling because they don't want them to lose weight. That's not an issue at all. Um, hand fighting, especially as a lineman, the yeah. ability to fight through someone's hands and, and, and control them, that's one of the main benefits I see for linemen. Brian in Clarksdale says wrestling and football is a win-win situation for Mississippi. We get a message from the Academy of Martial Arts that says wrestling instills confidence in all that participate and stick with it. A wrestler has a winning mentality, period. Interesting perspective. 100%. Yeah. 
100%. Yeah, absolutely. What about size? I mean, do the little guys have a place in wrestling? Do big guys have a place in wrestling? Yeah. And, and you know, for not everyone's going to play football. Not everyone's going to play basketball or baseball. Um, maybe they're too big, too small. It's not for them. Wrestling, uh, I don't even know. It's been so long now. The weight classes go from... 106 is the beginning, and it goes through... 106 pounds. 106 pounds. Okay. So, yep. so you get a lot of freshmen and sophomore at that weight. Yep. Um, or guys that are just smaller, and then all the way up to 285 would be your heavyweight. Yep. So 285 and north of that number? Okay, below 285. You would have to cut weight if you're above 285. That would that would be the only weight cut situation that right. you would have to do. I mean, there there's enough weight classes you could fill in if you're any other size. Right. Do um, do you see this being something that legitimately has a chance to take off, or or, or is this a little bit of a kind of a, a pet project for you guys? Well, uh, and, and I, I don't mean to be insulting by asking that. Hey, Not insulted. Hey, we we can throw a little back at you then, right? I mean, go for it. it. All right. Well, like, like Brian was saying earlier, uh, every single every single country in the world has has an Olympic wrestling team. Right. Every single state in the United States has. A, a competing high school state tournament happening, um, and we believe that with we, that's the product that we're selling right now. Everybody else is is, is ready to go, right? So it's a low hanging fruit, and and it's it's just right for the picking. There's there's a lot of avenues that uh, you know that are that are beneficial for anybody that's going to get involved with it. So and and that's why we just strongly believe that the product that we're selling is should be. Hands down, a, a simple task. Is this available for boys and girls? It is. Yep. Um, I don't have the stats from this year or last year, but I know in 2018, women's wrestling was actually the fastest growing scholastic sport in the country. Uh, they went from, I mean, they. I think now in 2018, there were now I think 64 colleges that offered women uh, scholarships for wrestling. Um, I don't have the latest information on yeah, that. Yeah, no. Uh, well, and I, and I guess the other thing, and, and something that came up in the the tweet or the the text from the guy that yeah. mentioned it being expensive, was talking about lack of college opportunities. Maybe lack of college opportunities in the SEC, but right. outside of that, right? Pretty mm. pretty broad. Yes. Pretty robust. Yeah. I think Mizzou is the only SEC team that has a wrestling program at this time, so that would definitely make sense for that. Um, but but there's. Yeah, there there are, and uh, it's been it had it's had some ebbs and flows as far as as far as keeping a lot of college collegiate programs, but I think it's around um, D one. It's probably about a hundred programs right okay. now, and then so there are opportunities out there, right? right. Absolutely. Um, is there? And, and I don't know this. Forgive me if this is ignorant. I, I don't know if wrestling, like we're talking about, scholastic wrestling, falls into the category of martial arts. If it doesn't. Is there a close comparison? Is it judo? Is it jujitsu? Anything along those lines that's close? Um, absolutely, it, it falls into the realm of martial arts. Okay. Um, I would say it's a mixture. In wrestling, there's no submissions. You can't tap somebody out. There's no striking, no punching, kicking, biting, scratching. Um, the so I, you can incorporate judo. You can incorporate jujitsu. You can incorporate um, since. Any? Since MMA came around, it's been like the renaissance of all these different martial arts that come together. Now we're all learning from each other, and a big piece for um, a lot of a lot of fighters is is that wrestling. Um, yeah. and, and there's a statistic that I was sharing with with Brian earlier today that ESPN did in 2018 that gave us our primary fighting style champion in the UFC, and they had 
Um, 28 of those were in wrestling, and that's the, that's the top. Wow. 17 were in BJJ, and then it fell off to 12 in boxing, and then ones and twos in every other MMA sport or any other mixed martial art. Really interesting stuff. Brian Fox, Jake Wadley, TupeloWrestling.com is how you can get in touch with these guys to find out more. We'll take a timeout. We'll be right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Partly sunny conditions today, high near 60 degrees. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 32. Your Thursday, sunny skies, high near 52. Thursday evening, partly cloudy, low around 31. Your finally Friday rolls in with sunny conditions, high near 59. Friday evening, partly cloudy, low around 41. And a 30% chance of rain for your Saturday, mostly cloudy, high near 65. This weather service of our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon. Hey, Tom. Looks like you're a few guys short today. Yeah, one's been out with the flu, another is at the ER, and Lydia at the office has a sick child. Where's Randy? Another contractor offered benefits. You should call New Care MD. They offer full-service medical care, flat monthly rates. Your guys and their families get same-day appointments and minor emergency service. Contact New Care MD at NewCareMD.com today to learn more about how you can provide affordable direct primary care to your employees. The best made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Gallo here for the professionals at Watkins Construction and Roofing. I got to know these guys over the summer when just about everybody in the neighborhood replaced roofs from a spring storm. To keep a small roof problem from getting bigger, call the pros that can find damage the untrained eye can't. Watkins Construction and Roofing, the state's largest roofer. And there's a simple reason for that, customer satisfaction. Get a free inspection and they won't ask for upfront deposits. 601-966-8233, WatkinsConstructionInc.com. Dave Logan, General Manager, Canon Nissan of Jackson. 2021 is here. The time has never been better for a new Nissan. The remaining 2020 models have large rebates. Great opportunity to save money. Here are a few great specials at Canon Nissan of Jackson. 2020 Nissan Altima SR. 3200 off MSRP plus 0.9% APR for 72 months. LC230459. 2020 Nissan Sentra SV. 2700 off MSRP. LY30-5450. And the all-new 2021 Nissan Rogue, up to $2,000 off MSRP with 2.9% APR for 72 months. MW-101377. Canon Nissan of Jackson. Our service department and parts department open six days a week. All safety protocols are in place for your safety. No appointment needed. We have over 700 pre-owned vehicles available. Remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. This is JT. If you're like me, you like to deal with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954, and they're headquartered in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks, 1-800-647-8540, or on the web, MajesticMetalsINC.com. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to News Mississippi. Monday, as he delivered his State of the State address, Governor Tate Reeves said that Mississippi is sprinting toward the finish line of the pandemic. I reject the false narrative that is being pushed by some which says this is our new normal. That even after vaccination, we need to just continue to hide away and live in perpetual isolation. That's just wrong. This is it. To date, over 200,000 doses of the vaccine have been administered in Mississippi. To hear the governor's full remarks, visit newsms.fm. 
And for the second time in as many weeks, a human trafficking operation has led to an arrest. Agents with the Mississippi Bureau of Investigation arrested 27-year-old Damaris Edwards of Potts Camp after receiving information that a 21-year-old girl was involved in a human trafficking situation. Last week, a Mississippi man was arrested on trafficking charges in Louisiana. As a farmer, I, I grow U.S. from a farm-raised catfish. Doing that, I know it's a safe product and I enjoy eating it any way my wife likes to cook it. <laughs> Hi, I'm Luke Smelly and I'm Alabama 2020 Catfish Farmer of the Year from Greensboro, Alabama. If you haven't tried U.S. farm-raised catfish, you should because it's delicious. Simple as that. C Spire 5G. We're building a fast, powerful 5G network to bring you faster phones. You heard right. C Spire. 5G. Phones. Faster. Saying it anymore would be... Seaspire 5G. Faster phones. No bull. For a limited time, get our best 5G phone free with trading. A new voice is coming to Super Talk Mississippi. Dan Bongino. He's a former Secret Service agent, police officer, best-selling author, and host of the fastest-growing conservative talk show in America, The Dan Bongino Show. Starting February 1st at 11 p.m., Dan Bongino tackles the hottest political issues, debunking the rhetoric, and giving you the hard-hitting truth. The Dan Bongino Show. Starting Monday, February 1st at 11 p.m. on Super Talk Mississippi. Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi. All right, so phone conversation there with Brian Fox and Jake Wadley talking the uh, the mission of bringing high school wrestling to the state of Mississippi. We will uh, switch gears away from that. We'll circle back. I'll, I'll tell you a couple of things that they told me uh, off air. Uh, as we continue this afternoon. But right now on the Farm Bureau phone line, check out favorites.com and go with the home team at Mississippi Farm Bureau. We are joined by the governor, Rick Cleveland, who has uh, been writing great sports stories in the Magnolia State for a really long time and I bet has some fun fact about scholastic wrestling because you know something about everything, Rick. Well, I can tell you, I, I believe, Richard, that there. There are actually some Mississippi athletes at Mississippi schools who who wrestle out of state, unattached. That's uh, that's interesting. It's kind of what these guys from Tupelo were talking about, you know, with uh, club teams and whatnot going to other states. So it's uh, it is a fascinating yeah. sport. We'll see if it uh, if it catches on at all. Man, great story this morning. Mississippi Today is where you can uh, read it. Tying Bruce Arians back to his days in Starkville, Mississippi, and. Uh, uh, there's so many preview stories and different angles that people take going into something like the Super Bowl. Kind of walk us through this story, Rick, and uh, and what you maybe rediscovered that uh, even you had forgotten. Well, you know, I'm going way back. My first job at the Claren Ledger way back in 1979 was covering uh, Mississippi State. It was my beat. And uh, so... You know, he was he 
he was on our, he was on the uh, Emory Ballard's first staff. He was actually one of the few coaches that uh, Emory kept from the Bob Tyler regime, and um, so he was my age. Bruce Arians and I are. Uh, we, we were the same age, and we hit it off and got to be friends. And uh, you know, the year before, he had he had been the one that had put Dave Marler in the shotgun, and uh, and Dave made All SEC as a senior, who had been a walk on from Mississippi College. And then the, then next year, he's uh, developing John Bond into a wishbone quarterback. And, you know, he's known now as the NFL's quarterback whisperer for good reason. And it's just interesting to me that that all got started in Mississippi. Yeah, it really is. And the number of guys that he's worked with through the years is pretty staggering. And and Bruce Arians' career is fascinating. We look from time to time at assistant coaches who bounce around and are like, man, can you believe that that guy has been in that many places Bruce Arians has done it really at every level of football, and he's done it as both an assistant and as a head coach. Right. He was at Mississippi State twice. He was at Alabama twice. Uh, you know, he, he's been all over the NFL, including, and I had forgotten this till I started working on this piece, that he, he, he spent one year with the Saints. In fact, really? here the year after... Uh, his second stint at Mississippi State ended. Uh, either he resigned or was fired. I'm not, I'm, I'm not really clear which. Apparently, he and Jackie had a um, disagreement on who should be playing the quarterback at the end of his third season there, and uh, they finally just agreed to part ways. And uh, and he wound up with the Saints. Uh, two years later, he was Peyton Manning's. Quarterback coach when Peyton was a rookie with the Colts. You know, he's worked with Russell Sperber, Andrew Luck, Carson Palmer. Um, and now, by the way, of course, he, he, he works with the GOAT, uh, Brady. Certainly uh, an interesting guy. I, I have talked to people who know Bruce Arians, who have been around Bruce Arians, and say that uh, he has one of the most colorful vocabularies, and I think I'm putting that as nicely as I can on the radio, of uh, just about any human on earth. Yeah, he, he, would, he will let a player know when he doesn't think he did the right thing. Let's put it that way. Yeah, uh, yeah you could get uh, John Bond could tell you some stories about that because he, he uh, you know, John had a wild streak in him. And at the wishbone, you can't really have that much of a wild streak. You got to pretty much go, you know, you you you, you got first read, second read, third read, and, and you got to make them quick. And so, uh, I'm. Hey, j- just to be clear, did you say John Bond had a wild streak or has a wild streak? <laughs> you know, I can I can say from when I covering covered him, <laughs> he had one. That's he fair. He had one, and and not in a bad way, you know, not in a bad way. John just John liked to have fun, you know. He did, he, and uh, he, and still he, does. He one of the great guys. And you know what, Bruce Arians does too. Uh, he's a he's one. Of, you know, 
Richard, so many football coaches, um, college and pro football coaches, are just so one single-minded. You know, football is all they ever want to talk about, and, and, and that's all they focus on. Well, ain't that way with Bruce. I remember we used to talk about everything in the world. I'd be supposed to be interviewing him about um, upcoming game or something, and, and we'd end up there talking about uh, what's going on in the country or some song we just heard. Or you know, he, he, he's a he, he's a good guy. I mean, he's he's fun to talk to. I want to switch gears with you for a second because I know this is another story that uh, that you've recently written about and covered, and that is uh, Sarah Thomas uh, serving as the first female official in the Super Bowl. Um, I, I've mentioned this before, and I don't think he would mind me sharing it. Sarah Thomas was on the same crew that uh, that Mississippi's own, own Steve Freeman was on when she first came into the league. She was initially, Rick, assigned to a veteran crew, and and I think that was with some purpose to to really learn the game. Steve and I were talking not too terribly long ago, and he said she has turned into an outstanding official. This is not a PR stunt for the NFL. That, I mean, there's no question that the NFL gets good PR out of it, but she has earned this on her merits based on her work on the field. And to me, that's the most impressive thing about this. Well, whenever whenever she's calling a game, and most recently she covered the uh, she called the the Saints Buccaneers game where the Bucks right. eliminated the Saints. I always watch her. Number one, she's from you know she's from my hometown. I mean, I, I know her pretty well, and uh, but I always I always watch, and I, I don't think I have ever seen her miss a miss a call, uh, and I don't. Uh, and that goes back to when she was covering, uh, when she was calling Conference USA. And I uh, would occasionally see her at a, a Southern Miss game. It was actually at a Southern Miss game that, uh, that I saw her for the first time. Uh, an old official, uh, was there and he was, he was the replay official and he came up to me and said, I want you to watch this this uh, line judge. Uh, she and that got my attention right there. Is mm-hmm. going to be in the NFL. She is going to be in the NFL someday. And uh, sure enough, you know, here she is. Not only is she in the NFL, she's she's in the Super Bowl. And you know, they don't give that assignment to just anybody. And she didn't get it because she's a woman. She's just a good official. Yeah. And uh, and certainly cool for those of us uh, in the state of Mississippi to uh, to see her rise. L- last thing I want to ask you about, and uh, I-, I don't mean to bring up a a difficult subject here, but I know Seku Smith was a good friend of yours. He uh, he worked under your leadership and others at the uh, at the Clarion Ledger years ago. Uh, went on to have a remarkable career career covering, I think, his first love, the the NBA. Uh, we lost him uh, yesterday, and uh, just—I mean—I remember Seku in the year that he covered Ole Miss. Remember him covering Mississippi State. He was just a great guy by all accounts, from pretty much everybody that was was ever around him. You know, it's Seku was. It, 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 if you had a problem with Seku, it's your problem. I mean, he's he's, <laughs> uh, uh, he's one of the best best human beings I've ever been around. Um, just uh, as good as gold. Forty-eight years old, um, 
it just kills me every time I hear somebody say that, say that you know, COVID-19 only affects old people or people who have a, who aren't healthy. Well, he was a healthy, vibrant 48-year-old man who had a, three children, a wife, uh, legions and legions of friends, and he's gone. And I, I just, uh, it, it uh, golly, it makes me so sad and, and in a way so angry, you know. Yeah. It is. Uh, it certainly is a, a heartbreaking story. Uh, losing Seku Smith way, way too young. Uh, not only a great guy, but uh, an incredibly talented writer and broadcaster and uh, everything else, and did a great job at uh, NBA TV and NBA dot com. Uh, Rick, our time is too short. I always enjoy the conversations. Look forward to uh, hopefully seeing you soon. Stay well, my friend. I hope so, Richard. Take care, buddy. All right, that's Rick Cleveland from Mississippi today. Um, longest running sports columnist in the state of Mississippi and it's not even close great work you can uh, check out the website Mississippi Today uh, read his tribute to Sekou Smith the story that he wrote about Sarah Thomas and the legend of NFL's quarterback whisperer Bruce Arians who began at Mississippi State Rick joined us on the Farm Bureau phone line From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443. Road work taking place. Exit 94A has the right lane closed. Traffic 55 southbounds backed all the way up to Lakeland, so expect delays this afternoon. Elsewhere, things looking pretty good. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers 601-353-5217. What if you could save a life today? What if you could save three lives today? You have the chance. Right now, Mississippi Blood Services is currently seeing extremely low inventory of all blood types. We are urging all eligible donors to download the free Mississippi Blood Services app and locate the nearest blood drive to you today. Every donation of blood has the potential to save three lives, and you can be that lifesaver. Be a hero. Be a donor with Mississippi Blood Services. Find more info at msblood.com. Les England for Clark's Construction. The kind of work that Jerry's done for me includes you know, minor repairs like rotting wood, remodeling uh, the master bath, uh, putting new French doors on the back of the house. He understands what he's doing and he usually points out you know, why I've had problems and not only how to fix it, but how to fix it so the problem doesn't recur. I think Jerry's trustworthiness is beyond reproach. Call 601-214-9463. Clark's Construction, a company you can trust. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. 
Hey there, this is Jody Adams at Ridge Medical Clinic. We are now accepting appointments for chronic and acute care as well as walk-ins. We are conveniently located off Highway 51 in the Oak Place Shopping Center. I invite you to call today. That's Jody Adams with Ridge Medical Clinic. Our phone number is 601-790-7711. We offer the gold standard COVID-19 PCR testing with next day results. We at Ridge Medical Clinic hope to see you soon. Our number is 601-790-7711. Ah, buying some pretzel sticks? Excuse me? This is your wake-up call from Truck Phone Wireless. Okay. What if you didn't eat all those pretzel sticks by the end of the month, so this store took them back? Uh, good luck. That's how some wireless companies are with your data, but Track Phone Wireless gives you unlimited carryover data with active service, so you keep what you pay for. Hmm. Plans start at $20 a month. Wow, that's cool. Uh, sir, are you bothering the customers? Yeah, hang on. This is your wake-up call, people. Track Phone Wireless. Now you're in control. Available at major retailers. See terms and conditions at trackphone.com. This is Jake Mangum, all-time hits leader in the SEC. Two of the best decisions I've ever made were Mississippi State and Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance. Both teams have supported me through thick and thin. Even though my college playing days are over, I'm excited to be a part of the Farm Bureau team. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Heading to the coast to hit the casinos. Or maybe just a relaxing getaway for a few days. When you drive to the coast, tune to 106.3 Casino Radio for all casino promotions. And exciting things to do while you're there. And it's not just casinos. Casino Radio has everything you'll want to know to make your stay on the coast an amazing one. From all of the great restaurants, nightlife, recreation, and more. Casino Radio has it all. So when you're on the coast, discover everything that's happening. From 106.3 Casino Radio. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way, Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. You can be a part of Sports Talk Mississippi, 888-808-8637 on Super Talk Mississippi. Back with you, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Hey, Borky, let's throw out a poll question related to high school wrestling. If you don't mind, the wizard of poll questions. Just uh, maybe like a three option. What is your interest level in high school wrestling becoming mainstream in Mississippi? Word it however you want to. It appears somebody has already... Not one of us three done a poll question on our Twitter page uh, about wrestling. Will so. East, I bet, has already knocked it out. Okay. So it's well, what's there. The, what is it? Mississippi what's is the, the only state in the U.S. So I don't think this is Will. It says Mississippi is the only state in the U.S.A. that does not have scholastic wrestling. Do you think Olympic-style wrestling would be more popular in Mississippi? Double question mark. That's not a Will thing. Okay. Well, let's do a poll question also. And, well, it's a yes or no option here. You want me to get rid of it and do a new one? Sure. All right. Without. What is your interest level in high school wrestling in Mississippi? Very interested? A little interested? 
or no thanks? I'm just curious. That was a, that was a fascinating conversation to me, and I know maybe uh, high school wrestling, scholastic wrestling, is it your thing? But I learned a little bit. And uh, Chris in Madison says high school wrestling on a scale of one to ten, with ten being the highest for him, it's two. It's okay. See, we had it, um, and our our team was pretty good in South Carolina. In South Carolina, up. yeah, we had wrestling there. Um, and I wanted to do it as, like, just football conditioning thing, you know, help me become a better tackler, stuff like that. And the wrestling coach wanted me to drop 30, 40 pounds and wrestle in a lighter weight division. And I said no, and he didn't want me on the team anymore because I only wanted to do it for football and not to take it seriously. But they were really good, so I understood. But I never understood when this got brought up a few weeks ago. I thought, wait. That doesn't make any sense because South Carolina and Mississippi are two different states, but not really. And there's more people in South Carolina, but they're basically parallel to each other. Weather's about the same. They're both southern, deep south states. Why was it there and not here? That, that was the first thing that came to my mind. And it is kind of a niche sport. It's like golf, right? It, wrestling is not going to be for everybody. Not everybody's going to be interested, but... With the cost associated with it being, I mean, as small as it is, I feel like they could actually pull this off and get it done. Yeah. Well, and that's something that Brian and Jake told me. They were walking out the door. He said, I'm not sure that I clearly alluded to this or or, or made this clear. He said, if there is a high school in Mississippi, anywhere in the state, that is interested in in trying to get a wrestling program off the ground. He said, we want to work with them. We will help with whatever costs are associated with it, with scheduling, with coaching needs, with whatever that is. You know, if it's about getting a mat and getting that installed to get it going, then don't let that be a barrier. So if, if you're listening and you've got a 1A high school in your in your town, Maybe a 1A high school that doesn't have a football team, but you think something like wrestling would be a fit? Check that website out, TuploWrestling.com. Or if you're at one of the biggest high schools in the state of Mississippi and maybe the financial piece of it isn't as big a deal and you like the idea of adding another sport for your students to participate in, go for it. And, and, and this happens from time to time. Uh, I remember, I mean, powerlifting was barely, a, not that I was a powerlifter, uh, but that was barely a thing when I was in high school. And that was yeah, 21, 22 years ago. It was just starting out. I think the, the powerlifting team started while I was in high school. Powerlifting's everywhere now, and that's a big deal. And Their meets are big deals. So, you know. Perhaps an opportunity to give more kids a chance to compete in sports at the high school level in Mississippi. Again, their website is TupeloWrestling.com. I'm not trying to overly promote that. I'm just telling you that there are people who are kind of involved in this at the grassroots level and are trying to grow it. And if you fall into that category, connect with them so that maybe things can spread out a little bit. Here we go. Yes for high school wrestling to give more kids more to do. Besides being on the street, more opportunities for scholarships. 
Josh in Tuplo says young Mississippi athletes are widely known for being two things, strong and fast. With that said, I think wrestling would be good. Additionally, thinking rugby would be great. Here's what it says. I was on the high school team in Michigan. I loved it. 1976, 77, and 78. Rudy says he wrestled in North Carolina as a kid, never really got into it, enjoyed it, just hated getting sweaty with some stranger. After three years, it was still awkward, so you went with soccer and baseball instead, but you were on the team. All right. Thanks for being with us. Sports Talk Mississippi. Got another hour with you. College football fix coming your way next. I'm Rich Dennison. The Department of Homeland Security today issuing a national terrorism bulletin warning of the potential for more violence from people with anti-government sentiment after President Biden's election. Security has been enhanced here in D.C. with National Guard troops deployed to the Capitol following the January 6th riot that left five people dead, including a Capitol police officer, as Congress was certifying the Electoral College results. Fox's Jared Halpern on Capitol Hill. Eli Lilly now says their monoclonal antibody therapeutic treatment for COVID-19 reduced the need for hospitalizations. The drug bamlanivimab, they learned, also works better when combined with a different antibody treatment, etisemivab. That cocktail, when given to high-risk patients, cut hospitalization by 70%. Fox's Evan Brown. U.S. coronavirus deaths have now passed 425,000. America is listening to Fox News. This Fox News update has been brought to you by Tico's Steakhouse. Come dine with us. The steaks seared to perfection. Live Maine lobster and seafood. Make it Tico's tonight. Tico's Steakhouse. Call 601-956-1030. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico's Steakhouse has been a staple for fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. Dad has long since desired for me to come work alongside him. And now that I'm here, I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy port beverages. Our dining rooms are open and we are taking reservations. Our private rooms are also available along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation. Tico's Steakhouse, East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. At Smith Marine, winterize your boat so it's done right. See the 2021 Crest Pontoons with great Suzuki outboard warranties. Come see the pros at Smith Marine, 149 Harbor Drive on the res by Main Harbor Marina in Ridgeland. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to News Mississippi. Mississippi is one of 12 states that continues to refuse Medicaid expansion. In the Democratic response to the governor's State of the State address, Senate Minority Leader Derek Simmons called for efforts to improve access to health care. If Governor Reeves will not expand Medicaid, it is past time for him and Republican leaders to come up with an alternative. Identity politics do not pay the hospital bills. And State Auditor Shad White is asking the court to dismiss a lawsuit filed against him by an Ole Miss professor. In response to a demand letter issued to sociology professor Dr. James Thomas resulting from his participation in a strike, the Mississippi Center for Justice filed a defamation suit against the state auditor. White's office argues the suit should be dismissed as the claims were made while performing his official duties. Stephen Gagliano, News. Mississippi. 
confidence, peace of mind, a way forward. During tough times, these are the things we all want. And with the personalized help of a Trustmark relationship manager, it's something we can find together. That's why Trustmark is standing by business owners. No matter what challenges you may be facing, we are here with a suite of financial services to help you find a path forward. Learn more at Trustmark.com business. This is Mississippi State Bulldog Jake Mangum. Family is everything. On the field, at home, everywhere. When I step up to the plate, it means the world that my family is behind me every swing. That's why I love my Farm Bureau family. They've got my back no matter what. If you aren't already on the team, it's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfdins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. The baby dolphin that was rescued from the shallow waters along the beach in Harrison County over the weekend remains in critical condition. Dr. Moby Solange is the director of the Institute for Marine Mammal Studies where the dolphin is being treated. We are working with the veterinarians at the College of Veterinary Medicine at Mississippi State. We're providing it the best of care. We're very hopeful. But we've got the best team in the nation taking care of it. It's likely the male juvenile lost its mother or became separated from the group. And you could have beer, wine, and hard liquor delivered to your home under a bill being considered by lawmakers. The deliveries would only be allowed to those 21 or older and only in parts of Mississippi where the sale of alcohol is legal. Senate Bill 2804 passed a Senate committee Tuesday and will now be considered by the full Senate. For the latest on the 2021 legislative session in Mississippi and all of your Mississippi news, find us online at newsms.fm. I'm Stephen Gagliano. One of the things I enjoy most about raising catfish is the end result, the fish on the truck headed to the plant. I like that because we raised a good product with a, with a good team and a good uh, result from, from all the hard work that we've done. I'm Terry Cruz and I'm proud to be your 2020 Arkansas Catfish Farmer of the Year. We all have to eat, so if you're going to eat, eat U.S. farm-raised catfish. Hey there, it's Jake Mangum. I love baseball, Mississippi, and Farm Bureau insurance. Throughout my college career, both Mississippi and Farm Bureau supported me immensely. It's no surprise to me that Farm Bureau continues to serve the Mississippi area with the same love they both showed me throughout college. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfdins.com. Farm Bureau insurance. Go with the home team. JT here. Jackson, I'd love to have you join me tomorrow from 10 to 1 for the JT Show. We'll hang out and talk about the hot issues of the day right here on Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi team with live reports from games and practices, plus exclusive interviews. Weekday afternoon starting at 3 on supertalk.fm, the Super Talk Mississippi app, and always live on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station.
Sports Talk Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm. Richard Cross, Michael Borkey, and Brian Haydad, Wednesday afternoon. Thanks for being with us. Ceasefire text line is open, 601-879-4395. 601-879-4395. That's a great way for you to connect with us. We would love to hear from you. Ceasefire text line. Right now, it is time for the College Football Fix. College Football Fix is driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Log on to buyfordnow.com to find out why the best-selling trucks are built Ford Tough. But don't stop there. Stop by your local Mississippi Ford dealer and test drive a 2021 F-150 or Super Duty F-Series is the country's best-selling trucks for 44 straight years. So Tennessee has a new head vol. Last week, the end of last week, they hired Danny White to be the athletics director. Middle of this week, Danny White introduces his football coach from UCF as his football coach at the University of Tennessee. Um, Some of the things that Josh Heupel said today, I love the kids in Orlando. It was a hard morning. Loves him so much he didn't even tell his quarterback he was leaving. Yeah, that was a tough look from uh, Dylan Gabriel hitting up uh, Josh Heupel on Twitter, wasn't it? Yeah, I feel like, you know, I've never been in that position, so maybe it's easy for me to say here, but if you're up and leaving, maybe tell your best player, just, you know, give him a call. Hey, man, I had an opportunity that I could not refuse. Thank you for being my quarterback. No, it was a tough year. You played really well, though. And uh, looking forward to seeing you in the pros. Just 30 seconds, you know, just giving your best player a heads up. But yeah, didn't have time for that. Josh Heupel on working for Danny White. There's great comfort in coming here and knowing exactly what you're going to get. There's a clear vision of what he wants as a student-athlete experience and what he wants for the athletic department as a whole. Said that he's watched some tape of Tennessee's current roster and recruited some of them. He says, I believe we can have immediate success and goes on to say, if you're going to chase championships, you better have a championship quarterback. Perhaps work to do on that front. Uh, asked about going 6-4 and four this past season at UCF. He noted that uh, his team had about 10 opt-outs for various reasons, and that all the regular season losses came by one possession. I'm sure that particular quote went over well on Vol Twitter. Um, some of what Danny White had to say. I'm impatient, but I have to show patience. Our, hand, our fans have to show patience. said one piece of feedback that football players gave him, please do not hire somebody who's going to be good three or four years from now. On the way the search went, you really can't have expectations because you don't know where you're going to land. I did not expect to hire Josh Heupel. I didn't want to do that to UCF. I know I have some people mad at me right now. Searches are fluid. Is that did that come out the way he intended for it to come out? No, I also don't believe him. Nope. I mean, they, I believe I believe he was zeroed in on Josh Heupel 
very early. He paid a search firm a bunch of money, which is great because Tennessee, if there's one thing they've got, it's a bunch of money just laying around. And he decided to just hire the guy he was totally comfortable with because he had already hired him once before. That that was kind of my favorite thing today. Of course, every athletic director lies. We joke about that, right? They all lie. Every single one of them. Except for, I don't remember in this state, actually. I think, if I remember correctly, Keith Carter never one time said, Lane Kiffin was my only guy that I wanted. Or I don't think John Cohen said that either. Am I crazy? Well, we know for a fact John Cohen would have been lying if he had said that. Uh, But generally that's what you get. Is all we, this was our guy the whole time. They all lie about that. What was cracking me up is all the people that that work in media that were like, so wait, Tennessee paid $160,000 just so they could hire his old football coach? Like They should get that money back. Guys, that's not what they paid for. That was like their seventh option. They got said no to a bunch. He didn't want to hire Josh Heupel. He wanted to hire James Franklin. He wanted to hire Matt Campbell. Tony Elliott, even. And and Jimmy Himes, who's covered Tennessee since, you know, forever, I think said that on the radio this morning. I, I think maybe in an interview with uh, Ryan Brown and Jim Dunaway over in Birmingham, he said, look, he said, I, I know they talked to James Franklin and Matt Campbell and Tony Elliott, and seems like he mentioned somebody else as well. Oh, uh, he did, Luke Fickle. Fickle, um, the guy and in Minnesota whose name is escaping me for some reason. P.J. Fleck. Uh, PJ Fleck. Yeah, they didn't pay 160 k just to hire his UCF coach, they paid 160 k to vet a bunch of guys that said no. I wouldn't call this a lie from Danny White. I would call it wishful thinking. With regard to the NCAA violations, he said Josh Heupel had the same questions that he had when looking at the NCAA, the AD job. He said this is a short-term issue. We expect to put it in the rearview mirror as soon as possible. That doesn't stop us from building our long-term vision. Danny, I I hate to break it to you, but NCAA investigations, generally speaking, are not short-term issues. See LSU. See Ole Miss. See Kansas. See Arizona State. See Missouri. The list goes on and on. See North Carolina. I, that feels like pretty wishful thinking. Now, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe the NCAA gets in and out, wraps it up in a few months, and gives Tennessee a good, firm slap on the wrist and moves on. Based on what the president and chancellor of the university were saying very, very publicly last week, that seems a bit unlikely, though. Because what you say publicly is one thing, but the NCAA is going to not only take you at your word, but they're going to see what else they can find and how deep it goes and who all was involved. And just, oh, by the way, in case you didn't realize, the enforcement staff at the NCAA and the investigative staff at the NCAA, Tennessee is not the only thing on their plate right now, and they are maybe criminally understaffed. So maybe it does go quickly, but that seems like that would make Tennessee an outlier. Yeah, but there's there's the biggest thing is maybe. I had a Tennessee fan reply to me on Twitter today say, yeah, well, uh, the penalties are going to be light because they fired Pruitt. And you know, maybe. 
You could be very well right, but when does that happen? Because if that doesn't happen anytime soon, it doesn't matter. Because when Tennessee goes into the living room of four-star Johnny Stafford, the defensive lineman in Memphis, and then Alabama comes after Tennessee, and then here comes Auburn and LSU and Ole Miss, you know what they're all going to say? Boy, I don't know if you want to go there. The NCAA is going to hammer them. That means you can't compete for championships. You can't go to the SEC championship. No bowl games for you. You guys are going to lose a bunch of games. Scholarship limitations. I mean, it's just a dumpster fire up there. Not here in Tuscaloosa. It's all that matters. doesn't matter if it's truth. doesn't matter if it's a lie. But if there's the uncertainty, that's worse than the punishment will be. Well, and even... You know, short-term issue, I guess, depends on definition. You know, what what the definition of is is. You want to go way back to Bill Clinton? I mean, what's the definition of short-term in your mind? Because it, let, let's say the NCAA investigation was over today. The investigation. Well, they've got to send a formal notice of allegations. The school's got to respond the NCAA has to respond. There has to be a hearing set. If you don't like the penalties, there's an appeal. It seems incredibly unlikely that this is wrapped up a year from now. A, a year from today. You tell me January 27th, 2022, Tennessee's investigation, punishment, appeal, and everything is over and done with. You want the over or the under? I will take the over. over. And then there was Danny White on his request for positivity on social media. Some of you are awesome. Some of you are failing right now. Why would we be negative? (laughs) Summed it up with we have really great days ahead. I think people will see that and start having some more fun with their vol fanship fanship alright college football fix driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers from the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs in Ridgeland and Brandon just call them at 601-605-4443 well M.Dot Cruz finally wrapped up that road work there at the stack on exit 94A traffic still backed up basically from the Pearl River all the way to Lakeland so expect delays and we're seeing delays 475 at 468 buckle up and drive safe have a great evening this update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop call them at 601-353-5217 Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gleickstead or online at bennelson.com. As a small business owner, you know that running a business is no easy task. You're in the office and on your third cup of coffee before most even roll out of bed. That's why you need office equipment and solutions that help keep your business running smoothly. The experts at RJ Young provide office technology that ensures your business's network stays efficient and secure. So you can focus on what truly matters, growing your business. To discover how RJ Young can help your small business grow, visit rjyoung.com slash smallbusiness. Hey guys, I'm Michael Clark with Ace Bolton Screw Company. 
We have been locally owned and operated for over 50 years. Come by and check out our newly remodeled store. We've got all the biggest brands of power tools and hand tools. DeWalt, Milwaukee, Makita, Channel Lock, Irwin, and Lennox, just to name a few. Let us help you get the job done right. Come see us at Ace Bolt and Screw Company, Jackson, Tupelo, Atlanta, and Gluckstadt. I wish there was a place where we could sample wines before we buy. There is. Colony Bistro and Wine Bar just opened right next door to Colony Wine Market in Madison. They have 32 wines by the glass, wine flights, and the food is terrific. Yes, get your purse, sweetie. The Rocket Mortgage Super Bowl Squares Sweepstakes is back. It's the largest official game of Super Bowl Squares ever with millions of dollars in prizes. And best of all, it's free to enter. Every score change, someone wins $50,000. Just enter for free at rocketmortgagesquares.com and it could be you. Touchdowns, field goals, safeties, extra points. Every single score change will draw one lucky winner from the square to win $50,000. Plus, two grand prize winners will win a half a million dollars they could use toward their dream home. One way to enter, two ways to win. See rules and enter for free at rocketmortgagesquares.com. Then tune into the Super Bowl on February 7th to see if you bring home some dough. Rocket Mortgage, official mortgage sponsor of Super Bowl 55. No purchase necessary. Legal residents of the 50 U.S. In DC of age of majority. Ends 2-4-2021, p.m. Eastern. Equal housing lender license in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. The NFL entities as defined in the official rules have not offered to sponsor this promotion in any way. Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6-9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi teams with live reports from the games and practices, plus exclusive interviews with coaches, players, and legends from the past. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi. Scoring game last night in Knoxville. Mississippi State came up just short, losing 56-53 to Tennessee. Pretty questionable, not questionable. It was just a missed shot clock violation off a block at the top of the key that went right back to the shooter. He let it go after the shot clock had gone to zero. It was not called a shot clock violation. Basket went in. Tennessee went up 52-48. That was with... Two minutes and, oh, I don't know, about 18 seconds left, give or take. Yeah, something like that. Tennessee led 26-23 at the half. The two teams played dead even at 30 apiece in the second half, but ultimately it was Tennessee getting the win to move to 5-3 and three in conference play. Mississippi State taking its third straight league loss to fall to 4-5. and five. Iverson Molinar had 16 points. D.J. Stewart had 11 points. Tolu Smith was held to five. Abdullah do 12 rebounds to go with uh, six points. But all five of those points came from the free throw line for Tolu Smith. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Eve Pons had 13 points. He was the only player for Tennessee to score in double figures. Had foul issues and fouled out with a couple of minutes remaining in the game. That was right of the possession right after the shot clock violation. It was kind of an ugly game last night, but it was a game that Mississippi State had a chance to win. It's kind of being generous. <laughs> kind of is very generous. Uh, teams combined 37 for 106 shooting, uh, 6 of 32 from behind the arc combined. 
State uh, had 18 turnovers. They missed seven free throws. Just, I mean, they just, there's so many reasons, so many things you could point to. Is why did State lose? I could give you about six or seven uh, different answers. And and honestly, the officials, you know, messing up might be third on my list, fourth on my list. I mean, they just State didn't play well. You mentioned Stewart having 11, but he had nine in the first half. Didn't do anything in the second half. Molinar was the only guy who could do anything. They, they out-rebounded Tennessee in this game. They played some twin towers for the first time all year. They played uh, lineups with uh, with Post and Adu out there at the same time, and they combined for 22 rebounds. I thought they played pretty well together, but they just couldn't get the ball to go through the net, and uh, yeah, another loss. That's sort of what I said on the podcast, though. Is If State had beaten Texas A&M and Ole Miss like they were favored to do, you would look at these last two games as positives, like more almost moral victories, like, well, you know, they've won the games they're supposed to win, and they're hanging with these good teams. This isn't that bad a basketball team. But because they lost those games, the perception is this team just stinks, and I don't care about it. And that's hard to get past, hey, Dad. When, when you yeah. get to that point, it's hard to win people back. And, and you know, COVID is obviously covering that up because if you could have everybody in the hump, I mean – this this Saturday, five o'clock tip against a two and eight Iowa State team. I mean, how many people would really be there? Three thousand, maybe, maybe four. So you know, because it's COVID, there might be you know sixty. So I don't know, but yeah, it's it, it's apathy, but it's angry apathy. People are, are they don't care, but they're mad that they don't care. If that makes sense, they want they, to they care. want to care, but they, they but they're not. But nobody's gonna nobody's gonna take the time to be invested in this when the team's playing this way. Um, neither of the two of you, based on what you said on Twitter, were altogether pleased with uh, the decision to interview Greg Sankey during the game. Oh, my God. First off, I, I'm going to have to rant a little bit. I don't know that I've had a good rant on this show, but we're about to get Come it. on down. So, I, I like Tom Hart. Don't get me wrong. I think he's a really good announcer. He's a super nice guy. The one thing he said during the game that drove me crazy was there was a, a play where they, they, they reviewed it out, out of bounds to who it was off of. And he said, you know, from my vantage point, I'm like, your vantage point? You're sitting at home like I am, Tom Hart. What vantage point do you have? It's it's the same vantage point as the rest of the world. But regardless of that, yes, this is the SEC network. They The conference owns the network. They can put whoever they want on any time. They want Richard Cross at 3 o'clock? Guess what? Richard Cross is going to be on at 3 o'clock. He'll be, he'll be a little late for this show. So they own the network. They can put Sankey on any time that they want, and they decide, when can we get the most eyeballs on Greg Sankey and this message he wants to deliver? Right smack dab in the middle of the Mississippi State-Tennessee game. Not in the middle of the Alabama-Kentucky game, which probably had a lot more viewers. Wonder why that wasn't the choice. Just dumb. Call the game and put Sankey on at halftime. Put him on on the on SEC now. Put him on Fine Mom anytime you want. And the whole thing we had this debate a few weeks ago about calling somebody a coach. The way they just keep calling him commissioner, like he's the president, like he's the supreme chancellor or the emperor. Commission. Thank you, commissioner. His name is Greg. Just call the man Greg for God's sakes. It's just the most annoying thing ever. I'm trying to watch the game. Oh, and the game actually was good in like the five minutes they talked to Sankey. It's the only time in the whole game that the game was any good. Back and forth game. State grabs the lead. Tennessee gets it back. But we're not hearing about that. We're hearing about where Media Days is. Because the average fan cares when Media Days is. We're hearing about, you know, the SEC women's soccer tournament and how they're split. Nobody cares! No offense to SEC women's soccer. So, 
Yes, not yes. a fan of of what where they went with that. Like it's just you could have him on at any time. He could just have a statement and let Peter Burns handle it at five o'clock on SEC Now. But no, drink of water here. It is. It doesn't make any sense. It's really stupid. It'd be different if this was Tennessee versus the Citadel. And Tennessee's got a 30-point lead, and you just got to do something. You know, just anything to keep them or people engaged to hear something. But this is a ranked team at home getting challenged by a conference opponent in the second half. And you're talking about, well, Nashville in 2023 is going to be so interesting. No, it's not. It's going to be the same thing. For us, it's going to be interesting. But nobody listening cares about our experience at Media Days three years from now. There's a game going on in front of you. I like when broadcasters inject some stories into it or joke around and have some fun. Sports are fun. Have fun with it. That conversation's not fun. It wasn't fun. It wasn't informative. Nobody gives a crap. And it's the second half of a ranked team getting challenged at home in a conference game. And we're talking about that. I thought it was... Whoever makes those decisions... I mean, you remember, I Richard... Need, they needed your guy, Richard. They needed hand-raised guy. I go, wait a minute. Can't we have him on any other time? Halftime. When the game's not happening. Exactly. This reminds me of when... Uh, what was it? Carl Rapp's Recap the state brought, game. Reca- yeah. Brought dad Recap on. the state game. Yeah. <laughs> Recap the state game. Recap what's happening at, at Alabama, Kentucky. All right, when we come back, Commissioner Sankey's going to join us. It's not difficult. Just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> you you remember that? I got so mad that so I rant a good bit. Obviously, I, I think that's part of the job. But that was my first real one. I was still kind of new at this, and when there's a regional going on, wasn't it a, a deciding game as well? That if Ole Miss won, they move on. I think it was something like that. They're playing in the regional. No, 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 no. It was. Um, it was the first time they played Tennessee Tech. I was still in uh, right. Conway, so if they win, South they move Carolina. On. No, no, no. This was this was the one that knocked Ole Miss into the losers bracket, where they had okay. to beat them twice yeah. the next so day. So they're playing a regional. And, and I know that only because I remember I, I had it up on a second screen in the booth. Sitting, um, sitting at Coastal Carolina's ballpark, and I was like, "What are they doing?" They didn't have the score up for an entire. <laughs> I mean, runs are getting scored while father and son are having a little powwow during a regional. Runs are getting scored, and you don't even know how many. You don't know what the score is. You don't know what inning. You don't know balls and strikes. Nothing. They were talking about the Tennessee football schedule. <laughs> Well, the regional's going on. I, I mean, who thinks these are good ideas? It's just no common sense to it. It's just, it's just people who are, t- especially, this is Mississippi State and Tennessee. Tennessee's ranked, I get that. State, they're not great. People who are watching that game want to watch that game. They tuned in to watch that game. They did not tune I, I was, in I was actually going to ask you else. that. I, I was going to ask you that. I mean, if you take yourself out of being a Mississippi State fan watching that game or being a Tennessee fan watching that game. If you're just casually watching it, are you probably even matter? More interested then? Not a Mississippi no. State fan? Obviously I'm interested in what they do. It's part of what pays the bills, but I'm not a fan. Yeah. 
and it drove me nuts. If you're a Mississippi State fan, and that happens, you go, oh, crap. I mean, you could turn on the radio and get Neil Price to do commentary for you. You can still have commentary on the game. If you're just you know a regular person watching this game, you're like, who? What is going on here? I want to. I'm, I don't care about this. I care about the game. So I would imagine if you were a not a fan of Tennessee or Mississippi State, you were probably even more frustrated than the fans were. You want to be part of the conversation? We welcome you on the Farm Bureau phone line. The number is 888-808-8637, 888-808-8637. lot going on this afternoon. This is on the uh, C Spire text line from an Ole Miss fan. I thought it was a moronic decision. Here's a message that says, get them, boys. Somebody says, Greg is going to ban Haydad like he did Freeze. Richard and Wiggins <laughs> says, I like Check your fire, big man. Here's one that says, thanks for the rant. I'm with you 100%. Jamie says, Haydad is cracking me up. And more. Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll be back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Partly sunny conditions today, high near 60 degrees. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 32. Your Thursday, sunny skies, high near 52. Thursday evening, partly cloudy, low around 31. Your finally Friday rolls in with sunny conditions, high near 59. Friday evening, partly cloudy, low around 41. And a 30% chance of rain for your Saturday, mostly cloudy, high near 65. This weather service of our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon. Since the current pandemic struck Mississippi, thousands of nurse practitioners have answered the call. We're here for you. Nurse practitioners provide over two-thirds of all primary care, reaching our most impoverished communities. We're here for you. Nurse practitioners spend time understanding their patients' needs and save Medicaid and Medicare millions. We're here for you. But current laws limit how nurse practitioners can help your community. Let your local legislator know how much nurse practitioners mean to you. Paid for by the Mississippi Association of Nurse practitioners. You already know that Madison Cellars is Madison's favorite place to buy wine and spirits since 1988. On Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center, Madison Cellars has a hometown feel with a big city selection. Do you have a question about which wine to serve with a certain dish? Call 601-856-0931 and let their knowledgeable staff help you find the perfect match. Find out more at madisoncellars.net or stop by today. Madison Cellars on Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi, the home of Ole Miss sports. Brought to you in part by All Britain's Jewelers, Diamonds, Watches, Specialty Gifts, and more. Your family-owned full-service jewelers since 1920. Visit All Britain's Jewelry in their new location on Old Canton Road behind Highland Village. Greatness is defined by a relentless commitment to the customer. Built by a team resolute in helping you achieve your greatness. Ford F-Series, America's best-selling truck for 44 years straight and counting. Based on 1977 to 2020 calendar year total sales. Get tough trucks and great deals at your local Ford dealer, starting with the all-new Ford F-150, built with outstanding power and smart features, and the impressively capable 2021 Super Duty. No wonder F-Series is America's best-selling truck for 44 years straight. What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair on my head again! If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other. 
Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to EatBasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to News Mississippi. Mississippi is one of 12 states that continues to refuse Medicaid expansion. In the Democratic response to the governor's State of the State address, Senate Minority Leader Derek Simmons called for efforts to improve access to health care. If Governor Reeves will not expand Medicaid, it is past time for him and Republican leaders to come up with an alternative. Identity politics do not pay the hospital bills. And State Auditor Shad White is asking the court to dismiss a lawsuit filed against him by an Ole Miss professor. In response to a demand letter issued to sociology professor Dr. James Thomas resulting from his participation in a strike, the Mississippi Center for Justice filed a defamation suit against the state auditor. White's office argues the suit should be dismissed as the claims were made while performing his official duties. Stephen Gagliano, News. Mississippi. Heading to the coast to hit the casinos. Or maybe just a relaxing getaway for a few days. When you drive to the coast, tune to 106.3 Casino Radio for all casino promotions and exciting things to do while you're there. And it's not just casinos. Casino Radio has everything you'll want to know to make your stay on the coast an amazing one. From all of the great restaurants, nightlife, recreation, and more, Casino Radio has it all. So when you're on the coast, discover everything that's happening from 106.3 Casino Radio. Bull. When you listen to other wireless carriers, Bull is all you hear. They talk about great deals, but it's never the price for one or two lines. One line with AT&T is 60 bucks. At Verizon, it's 90. Enough Bull. Get the new Seaspire Real Deal plan. 10 gigs, 45 bucks per line with AutoPay. 45 bucks, no Bull. Seaspire. For limited time, get our best 5G phone free with trading. Head to cspire.com for details. A new voice is coming to Super Talk Mississippi. Dan Bongino. He's a former Secret Service agent, police officer, best-selling author, and host of the fastest-growing conservative talk show in America, The Dan Bongino Show. Starting February 1st at 11 p.m., Dan Bongino tackles the hottest political issues, debunking the rhetoric, and giving you the hard-hitting truth. The Dan Bongino Show. Starting Monday, February 1st at 11 p.m. on Super Talk Mississippi. Is Sports Talk Mississippi right here on Supertalk.fm, the Supertalk Mississippi app, and always live on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station. We talked about Mississippi State winning over, or excuse me, Tennessee winning over Mississippi State last night. Final was 56-53. Three other games in the league. Bama got a 70-59 win over Kentucky. 11-point win. That was a cover. That means uh, that would be two in a row on the Sports Talk Mississippi, I'm sorry, on the Pearl River Resort pick of the day. Isn't that what we took yesterday? Didn't we lay the points with... Um, Alabama hosted Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yeah, I thought that was the case. Well, that one looked that was it was touch and go at the end as to whether or not the cover was going to be there. And then Kentucky finally missed a shot. 
And then Alabama got an inconsequential layup at the buzzer that gave you just a little bit more breathing room, making that score look a little more lopsided than it did. Kentucky played well for about, oh, 35, 36, 37 minutes of that game. And otherwise would have won, but they did not close well at the end at all. Auburn 88-82 over Missouri. Sharif Cooper was really good again. LSU 78-66 over Texas A&M. Always good to see Will Wade's team play well and get a win. Hard fought. Yeah, when you when you look at a program like that, who's you know clearly just doing all things the right way all the time, can't help but pull for them. Three games tonight in the SEC. Florida is a 12.5-point favorite at home against Vanderbilt. South Carolina is a 5-point favorite at home against Georgia. And Arkansas is a 4.5-point favorite at home against Ole Miss. So Ole Miss making the trip to Bud Walton Arena. You can't uh, you can't bet that Vanderbilt Florida game anymore. It already has begun. Oh, did it? Oh, it was one of those five thirty tips. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, early tip. Okay. Florida has an early nine to four lead. If you care. Good to know. Mike White seems playing well as of late. Yeah, they and they're still with doing some it. wild adversity earlier. Yeah, I mean the Keontae Johnson story. They've been without Scotty Lewis. I'm not sure if he's back or not. Should know that. I'm going to defer to you guys. Do you, do you like the Ole Miss-Arkansas game one way or the other? Oh, man, I wouldn't touch it. This is a really significant test for Ole Miss because, I mean, it's hey that outline. Mississippi State, they have a really nice young nucleus. The expectations for next year's team should be really high, but this one not particularly good at the moment. So they beat Mississippi State at home, and that's nice, and they beat Texas A&M, who's not very good. Here's a real test. Uh, with Arkansas, a team that can really score. And you're going to have to match that. I know you're playing really good defense right now, and all that's well and good, but this is their biggest challenge to determine whether or not you know they're really actually back in this thing, and they are playing up to the standard that was set for them before the season began. Here's your test. Last week was nice. Last week got everybody's antenna back up, started paying attention to the team again, probably built a lot of confidence in that locker room. They don't have to win tonight, but it's a big test tonight to see whether or not that was just getting wins over teams that aren't very good or they have actually turned a corner. Got a message. Ceasefire text line. Revs win. You heard it here first. Okay. The question is not whether they win. The question is, well, I mean, I guess if they win, then that means they cover. Is that good enough info? I feel like none of us have a lean here. Is that good enough info that we can uh, go with Ole Miss plus the four and a half on the road? My goodness. Arkansas has scored in the 90s three times in SEC play. I'll be honest with you. The the total of 142 and a half based on what you just said is attractive, but Ole Miss has had issues scoring. And Ole Miss has created issues for its opponents scoring in the last couple of games. Now, Texas A&M is not a team that lights it up from an average standpoint, and Mississippi State doesn't either. 
But in two games last week in league play, Ole Miss held its opponents to an average of 48. I'm blown away. I mean, I knew Arkansas could score. They have two games in the 100. They actually scored 142 against Mississippi Valley. The three games in the 90s, three more in the 80s scoring. Okay. Wow. That you just so you don't like see the that in college basketball. You like the over? Or you buying into the Ole Miss defense? Over seems safe. Their last two losses they've given up in the nineties as well. They score and get scored on. Even Vanderbilt, who's objectively bad, was in the seventies in their win. Yeah. Charkel Joyner, Devontae Schuler, both shooting it a little bit better as of late. I don't know. I don't know what to do with this. So, uh, based on a couple of texts to the uh, the ceasefire text line, let, let's just go with the with, with a slight lean to Ole Miss plus the four and a half on the road against Arkansas. That's your Pearl River Resort pick of the day, brought to you by the Sportsbook at Timeout Lounge, Golden Moon Casino in Philadelphia. Somebody asked what time Ole Miss plays tonight. 7.30, games on the SEC Network if you want to watch it. Many of these Super Talk stations will have it with uh, David Kellum and Mark Dukes Dukes starting at 7 o'clock. 6 o'clock tip on ESPN2 for Georgia, South Carolina. And as Borky pointed out, Vandy and Florida is underway. That game tonight in Gainesville looks like they're in a media timeout. Still 9-4. to That Ole Miss game, though, third quarter interview with Gene Stallings. Don't forget about that. Don't (laughs) miss it. <laughs> Missed that uh, former Alabama Gene Stallings. Coach. Yeah, thought about the most <sighs> boring person I could think of that had no connection to either school. Hmm. Well, you know, Greg Sankey has what a daughter that has a master's degree from Mississippi State. I mean, maybe there's a tie there. Yeah, but but yeah, that, that's why they had him on too to talk about her. <laughs> yeah, that's why he that's why he ran Ole Miss into the ground. He had his daughter here, and he's like, I got to get them. Hmm. Think so? No, not at all. And whether you think so or not, you're um, you're not necessarily on board. Yeah. With a commissioner interview during a game, you you got it. In, in case that was not abundantly clear earlier, now you know. Yeah. Between that and the costume wrestling, you guys are trying to work me up today. I tell you. Yeah. Being workouts uh, good. Might start yeah. poking you a little bit more. Poke the bear. Poke the bear. Uh-huh. I don't know if anybody cares about this, but just so you know, they have added new committee members to the college football playoff selection committee in one of the most thankless jobs in all of sports. Well, if you do it right, it it's fine. <laughs> Gary Barta, the um, AD at Iowa, right, stays on for another year as chair of the committee. Yeah, he the better start answering questions better. The additional committee members are Mitch Barnhart, longtime athletics director at Kentucky, Boo Corrigan, great name, at NC State. He's the AD. Chris Del Conte, the AD at Texas. Will Shields, who is labeled as Nebraska legend. And um, Joe Taylor. Now, with all due respect to Mr. Taylor, 
Why is an athletics director from Virginia Union on the college football playoff selection committee? I don't know, especially because the other ones will never have to recuse themselves for having a team in the conversation. Eh. Oh, burn. Eh. Crystal Conti, maybe? Texas back? Eventually, eventually they'll be back, but no, that's interesting. I, I do wonder if not to question the integrity of people I've never met, but I would like to see more of a mix of group of five representatives. Because the way the polls worked this past year, it's just we're wasting our time. Pretending to include the group of five in the poll is wasting our time. So they need. Somebody that will look out for them and do it appropriately. No, I don't think they should have been included in the top four this year. That's that's insane, but their rankings should have been better than they were. <clears throat> hey, we got a message. I, I mentioned this earlier in the show today that uh, it was going to come at some point during this afternoon. Tournament pass ticket books to the College Baseball Showdown in Arlington are now back available online. They sold out of the initial allotment of tournament passes. Individual day tickets were available, but you couldn't get the tournament pass. Apparently, they have made more of those available online. If you want them, you can go to texasrangers.com slash college baseball showdown. You can, uh, you can get them there if you are so inclined. We talked earlier today about uh, Ole Miss and Mississippi State getting their football schedule. Same thing for Southern Miss. Luke Johnson sent me a message that said, we can't get a baseball schedule, but hey, we've got a football schedule now. Tell you who Southern Miss has on the docket coming up in 2021 when we come back with you. at Sports Talk Mississippi. One last segment after this. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you glass needs in Ridgeland and Brandon, call 601-605-4443. For the most part, looking pretty good. One bad area, 55 northbound from Meadowbrook up to Old Canton Road. Uh, down at the stack, a little bit of uh, congestion east and westbound on 20. Heavy delays to southbound in Richland on 49 from Old 49 down to Harper. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers 601-353-5217. Pure Air Consultants is your heating and cooling professionals, and they're ready to work for you. We're the home of the once-a-year $119 heating and cooling service special along with 24 months same as cash and no credit check financing. Call us at 601-939-7420. That's 601-939-7420 or online at MyPureAirConsultants.com. That's MyPureAirConsultants.com. A proud provider of Ream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> Ream, the new degree of comfort. Imagine waking up and finding out you had a stroke while you slept. That's what happened to me. My wife called 911 and helped me get to St. Dominic's for test. I went straight into surgery and they removed an inch-long clot from my brain. That's what saved my life. I could barely speak that day, but I've made a full recovery. Now I just want to praise the Lord and say thank you, St. Dominic's. St. Dominic's. Skilled hands. Compassionate hearts. <laughs> 
Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt. I'm sure by now you're aware of the shortage of ammunition that shooters and hunters are experiencing nationwide. Right now we have a good supply of popular calibers like 9mm pistol and 223 rifle, as well as others that we're offering at fair market prices. We do limit the amount you can buy each day. At the range, we'd rather everybody have some than a few buy it all. I hope you'll come visit us soon and check out all the many things we have to offer at the range. A totally new and different type of gun store. Quality preschool, toddler, and infant care. Little Acorns Child Development Center. Now accepting applications for toddlers and infants. 601-965-5002. Little Acorns Child Development Center, 100 West Capitol Street in downtown Jackson at the Dr. A.H. McCoy Federal Building. We're accepting applications for both federal and non-federal children. You will go crazy for Little Acorns, where me, Sammy the Squirrel, will provide tons of fun, fun, fun. Here at Little Acorns, we provide developmentally appropriate curriculums, low staff-to-child ratios, degreed early childhood teachers in all rooms, delicious, healthy breakfast, lunch, and snacks. All teachers certified in infant and child CPR and pediatric first aid. Designated drop-off with health safety temperature screenings at our safe, secure, modern, and spacious facility. Call now for a spot for your Little Acorn today. 601-965-5002. Tell them Sammy. Since the current pandemic struck Mississippi, thousands of nurse practitioners have answered the call. We're here for you. Nurse practitioners provide over two-thirds of all primary care, reaching our most impoverished communities. We're here for you. Nurse practitioners spend time understanding their patients' needs and save Medicaid and Medicare millions. We're here for you. But current laws limit how nurse practitioners can help your community. Let your local legislator know how much nurse practitioners mean to you. Paid for by the Mississippi Association of nurse practitioners. In response to COVID-19, Pine Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services is offering telehealth services. During this time, health and safety are important, which is why they've expanded their offerings to include telehealth services for children, adolescents, and adults. They have outpatient teletherapy sessions available, and Pine Grove also expanded its telehealth services to include its intensive outpatient program, drug treatment program. Also, all Pine Grove Evaluation Center services are available via telehealth. Patients may call Pine Grove's National Service Center at 888-574-HOPE or visit pinegrovetreatment.com. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. What is going on here? Your new home for exclusive sports coverage here in the Magnolia State. It's about time. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. If you're looking for a small business loan through the PPP program, don't forget about our friends at Trustmark Bank. New rules, new funds, same trusted PPP team. Trustmark, an SBA preferred lender, is now providing small business loans through the Paycheck Protection Program. Learn more at Trustmark.com slash PPP. Trustmark Bank, member FDIC. Uh, mentioned uh, Southern Miss's football schedule also made available today. We talked about Ole Miss and Mississippi State earlier. Golden Eagles will open the season Saturday, September 4th on the road against South Alabama. Then it's Grambling State in Hattiesburg, followed by a home game with Troy on September 18th. Golden Eagles travel to Tuscaloosa on September 25th. Borky mentioned earlier that is the week before Alabama plays Ole Miss. 
Road trip to Rice to begin conference play. That's on October 2nd. On October 9th, USM hosting UTEP. Following week, they've got UAB at home, then a road trip to Middle Tennessee. North Texas is a home game on November 6th. Southern Miss plays at UTSA down in San Antonio on November 13th. They go to Louisiana Tech and close out the regular season against FIU in Hattiesburg. Uh, the open date is between UAB and uh, Middle Tennessee on October 23rd. Yeah, October 23rd is the open date. So seven games, then an open date, then five to finish out the regular season for Southern Miss this year. How do you guys grade the hiring of Josh Heupel? It's C minus. It's not. It's not overly impressive. He didn't build on what Scott. I mean, not that he could build off of you know going undefeated and and all that, but he, it, the program looked like it was trending down, and and the 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 fact that it's the UCF athletic director hiring the UCF coach makes it feel like they just sort of took the the easy way on this. So yeah, I'm not I'm not overly impressed, but I do think they'll be better offensively. Can he build the program though? I don't know. I get that the perception is the easy way, but I wonder if Danny White got to the point where he thought it was the best attainable option. Probably. After, whether in reality or through intermediaries, a lot of people said no, 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 no thank you. Jeff in Oxford says, grade the uh, job on a scale of ha to ha 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 ha. Well, it depends on your expectations, right? Yeah, it does. I mean, we have a persistent texter, Borky, on the uh, ceasefire text line. Sorry to derail that thought. Yes, very, we need very... wrestling in Mississippi. Absolutely the only sport that truly builds a person's character, and that has been sent to us like 14 times. So thanks for your passion. Guy loves wrestling. Absolutely. That's my number. Well, Okay. Sorry, Borky, I derailed your train of thought. Oh, it's quite all right. It just depends on what your expectations are or were going into it. Because if you were looking at it rationally, I think, you know, B minus, they probably could have done better, but really, how much? I mean, seriously, how much better could they have done? I don't think people quite understand, like Clay Travis today, they didn't even call Lane Kiffin. The answer would have been no. If they didn't call him, it would have been no. How can you Lane end up Kiffin with... quit at Tennessee after one year? Yeah, exactly. What what, it... what what is what is so hard for people to wrap their minds around? Yeah, Tennessee's probably not going to go back down that road. Right. It, so it doesn't make any sense. Uh, it, Matt Campbell was never ever going there. They claimed that money was the difference in James Franklin. That he wanted the job, but they just didn't have enough money. Oh. Stop. If you had perspective, this hire's fine. It's It kind of feels like a bridge to get you out of a really nasty situation. Uh, if all things were different, this would be a failure. But it's not. Perspective, it'd be B-. minus. Um, if I were a Tennessee fan, I would rather them call Chadwell at Coastal Carolina, who, by the way, 
a lot of people out there think that he will put his name in the hat for the UCF job. It is an upgrade. I love Coastal. The Chanticleers and the Teal Turf, all that's great. UCF, significantly better job. Um, that's who I would have preferred. But what did you expect? If it was more than this, you were always going to be disappointed. Tennessee paying Josh Heupel in the neighborhood of $4 million. He's got a six-year contract. There is language in the contract as part of the memorandum of understanding that includes clauses related to potential NCAA punishment. You would expect that to be the case. So there you go. I mean, it's, you know, bargain-ish number. That's about what Ole Miss brought Lane Kiffin in. After proving himself for a year, he gets a big fat raise. Fun afternoon. Thanks for being with us. We will do it again tomorrow starting just after 3 o'clock. For Michael Borky and Brian Haydad, I'm Richard Cross. Have a great Wednesday evening. Mississippi Media Production.